Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. everybody happy thursday we made oh brandon has his coffee on the table so i'm gonna have my coffee oh, on the no, table we oh we that. can't we can't do that details branding i thought that we we, wanna, we changed the, the vibes we want to okay. be so detail oriented like brandon flowers like if you walk into his house i'm sure i never i never have i don't think there's anything out of line or out of place is that true or? i'm gonna just go with that <laughs> bro did you make your bed this morning that's a no. That's a no. That's a no. That's a no. I was going to lie, too. Yeah, dang. B, I thought you was detailed, man. Kind of, sort of. Well, listen, happy Thursday, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Paper Route. I'm Ashley Nicole Moss. This is Brandon Flowers. This is Brandon Marshall. We have reached the end of the week, no. but it's just the beginning of the week when it comes to week nine of the NFL season. So we're going to dive into all things NFL talk today. Um, I can't promise there won't be any Cowboys talk. I can't promise there won't be any Aaron Rodgers talk, I hope. James Harden? <laughs> no, we're not talking about James Harden. That's, where, that's what we're not doing. Um, the Clippers, speaking of James Harden, quickly though, did you guys catch the game last night? Lakers-Clippers? It was a great game. I actually stayed up to watch it. I went into overtime. No? I'm gonna be honest. It got fast. My bed time. Right. Uh, I, I can only hold on for so long. Yeah, 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 yeah. But obviously, if you go on uh, NBA Central, you can watch the game 13 minutes. That's the hack, B. Yeah. Right? So, like, there's so many games going on. All you got to do is go on, like, YouTube, NBA Central, and you can watch the full games, like, in 13 minutes. So, watch the game. That explains a lot of your takes. <laughs> <laughs> that, ex that explains so much. Listen, we're in basketball really season does. right now. I would say right now. Uh-huh. Thus far, all the NBA talk that we've done over the last two weeks, we're neck and neck. We're neck and neck. B, you've been Would on you point. Would huh? you agree? Huh? Right. Where she was cooking me last no, he year. Hasn't. He's been on point with <laughs> one topic, and it's 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 brand it's Brandon. It's James Harden. Like <laughs> does it, that doesn't mean James anything. James Harden. We talked about uh, the Warriors. How, we talked which about. Which way did we talk about the Warriors? We talked about the Celtics. We talked about everything. 
I'm off to a great I'm off to a great start uh, throughout this NBA season. Ashley absolutely cooked me last year, but I can assure you, I can assure you, Astrodomus is not going to win the debates this year when it comes to NBA. You may win a few, a but few. when we look <laughs> up That's come funny. June, I will be the king, the king, okay? So let's go. All right, let's dive into the show, guys. Now, I actually don't have the rundown in front of me. I didn't, I didn't get Can somebody please send that my way? But I'm going to go ahead and just free, I'm going to freestyle it until I can <laughs> get that in front of me. Thank you. Perfect. All right, perfect. All right, let's go ahead and dive into some headlines around the league. B-Flo, I'm going to start with you. What you got? Is Tua the biggest threat to Mahomes of taking the throne? Oh, that's what you want to do? That, McDaniels. That's what we doing? Yeah, that's what we doing. Okay. I want to know. We got to dive in. All right. Well, um, what I got is, well, actually, Brandon, I'm going to let you go first. Let's, let's do it that way. So you, you didn't want to talk about this yesterday, you know, the Jets. If it's and Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, but we're not going to do that. off the set. But did you guys hear the news? <laughs> Everybody, news always breaks after deadlines. This team was going to do that. This uh -huh. team was thinking about doing that. The Jets... So it came out the Jets was trying to get this young man and this young man, right, or either or, Mike Evans and Devontae Adams, which tells us mm -hmm. that they're fighting. They're fighting for the Super Bowl still, and everybody's debating, why are they doing that? It's over. They're done. Okay, well, we will discuss. We will discuss. All right, and coming up this weekend is probably one of the biggest games. It's probably one of, if not the biggest game of the weekend, and that is the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles will face off in Philly for the America's Game of the Week. So my headline is, will Dak sink or swim in Philly? We shall see. Da -da -da -da. But diving into news of the day, we're going to go ahead and... Um, Talk some J-E-T-S, Jet, Jet, Jets. Now, it is being reported that the Jets tried to get Devontae Adams. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? And Mike Evans. Listen to this. All right, so many people thought that the Jets season was over once Aaron Rodgers went down. But thanks mostly to the Jets' defense, they've been able to stay afloat. Right now, they're sitting at, I believe, 4-4. Four and four. So they're right now at 500. Um, they have won three straight. And I'm sorry, sit at four and three for the season so far. But now we're hearing via the New York Post that the Jets actually tried to trade for Devontae Adams and Mike Evans before the trade deadline on October 31st at 4 p.m. Here's WFAN Brandon Tinnery earlier this week before the trade deadline on the possibility of the Jets going after Devontae Adams. Listen to this. I am Joe Douglas right now. I don't care how crazy this sounds. I'm already talking to the Raiders. You can have my first-round pick. I want Devontae Adams. All in. Go for it. See, I think that's a mistake for the Jets. I'm not saying you can't upgrade, and, and I'm not even saying that I wouldn't go after Devontae Adams, but I don't really believe Devontae Adams makes the Jets a Super Bowl contender. I think their issue is the quarterback. Hmm. All right, guys. Listen, now, obviously, we now know October 31st has come and gone. The trade deadline has come and gone. Mike Evans remains in Tampa. And Devontae Adams, much to probably his own disdain, remains in Las Vegas with the Raiders. Um, guys, I mean, this would have been 
Now, granted, Zach Wilson still would have been the quarterback, but this would have been huge had they gotten not one, but two of these guys. Right. Even one of these guys would have made a substantial difference, but now we know that neither one of them are in game green. What do we make right. of this? Well, at first, I think they were targeting just one of the guys. You don't bring in Devontae and uh, Mike Evans. I don't think so. That would have been legendary if they did it. Like the it Avengers. Absolutely, it, it, well, I don't think it'll work because you have... Uh, Allen also there that Aaron brought in from Green Bay. Alan so you, Lazard. So you have Allen Lazard and you also have Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson, right? So I believe, and I think we all believe that, that they are probably targeting one. Um, it makes sense. Uh, halfway through our career, because we came in that same era, things shifted. Back in the day, it was like, oh, you have that number one receiver, but then it was really like two guys. You need two guys. Halfway through our, our era, bro, Things shifted where it's like, yo, you got to have three, right? Mm -hmm. It was so easy for you guys to take out the number one and number two guys. So this makes sense to me when you think about how this team is built. Aaron Rodgers uh, took a huge pay cut to be able to go make these moves before the trade deadline. Remember what he did. That was massive, right? Almost a $30 million pay cut, mm -hmm. okay? So they are still continue with the game plan. And the reason why this is important, right, because this whole debate is like, should they be making this move? Why does it make sense Aaron Rodgers isn't there? Well, they're still sitting there. Mathematically, they're still in it. They're not even close to being eliminated, okay? Aaron Rodgers is still out there saying that I'm going to come back. Oh, I can come back if we're there, okay? So this makes sense for me. Ray Lewis did it. I will save that. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna save this. This. This next. These next talking point just for Ashley. I'm gonna, I'm gonna save this here because if Ashley wants to push back on why this makes sense for the Jets, B, this made sense because they're still mathematically in it, and at the end of the season, they could be in the playoffs. I, I agree. Uh, Devontae Adams would make this team. I think they'll be contenders. Right, because even with Zach Wilson as quarterback, <laughs> no, because I mean, let's be honest. I mean, you, you still a wide receiver's success is dependent on his quarterback. He can't go out there, throw the ball, and catch it himself. Like he needs someone who can accurately pass it to him, and also knows. You know, Brandon and I have spoke about it a lot on this show. That unspoken word between a wide receiver and a quarterback. At least the best tandems in the NFL have that telepathy, if you will. Yeah, I, I think they still have a chance because. Zach Wilson, he, it's not that he's not accurate, right? It's just, he just don't make it, he just, he's just not consistent. Playing, he'll take sacks, he'll turn the ball over here and there. It's not that he can't make completions, right? But if you got a guy like Wilson on one side, Adams on the other side, you can't double both of them because the Jets can run the ball, mm -hmm. right? With Cook, or if they got Brees Hall back there, it's like now you're making it tough on the defensive side of the ball, your opposing defense, on how you can attack them. And when you prepare for Aaron Rodgers to come back, who is Aaron Rodgers' like rapport with? Like he knows Devontae Adams inside out. So it's not even like you're just looking just forward to this year, this postseason, right? Because if Devontae Adams would have got traded to them, they would have made the playoffs for sure. Let Kyle Wilson just get a little hot. He don't got to throw for 300 yards, but just don't turn over the ball. Throw for, like, 230. Like, they'll be okay because their defense can play ball. That's right. So their defense will keep, keep them into any game. Getting a Devontae Adams wasn't going to be cheap if you're going to mm -hmm. trade for him. He's a hell of a wide receiver. Some may say the best wide receiver in the NFL or top five. I think that's a fair gauge to put him in top five. It would have cost you a hefty penny to go ahead and get for him. For sure. 
do you make that trade? Yes, I hear what you're saying about Aaron Rodgers down the line. I agree with you completely. But in the interim, Zach Wilson is your quarterback. Yes, See, it makes it easier does it for make, the quarterback. Does, does that make... Yes. It, so you're telling me Devontae Adams all of a sudden makes Zach Wilson drastically better. Yes, let me tell you why, right? And I go to, like, my situation, right? 17 different quarterbacks. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Kyle Orton, Jay Cutler was... He was super talented. Uh, 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 Thigpen, Chad Henney. You know, uh, damn, who else did I play with? So, uh, Josh McCown. And I would say, and I will humbly say this, um, playing, me playing with them, they had their best years. And you can look at the numbers. And the reason why, like, I wasn't always, I was, I think there was a, a bulk of my career I was top five. But what I did extremely well was dominate one-on-one. -on -one. Okay, so if I was one-on-one -on -one backside, like I could win on a slant route, I could win on a, uh, a go ball, a back shoulder, but I wasn't the fastest, right? Mm -hmm. So when you think about these guys, their bag is deeper than mine's. And so now when you got Zach Wilson's... Mine. That's mine. Okay, There's there no you pass. go. There you go. <laughs> so now when, you, when, you're, when you're a quarterback and you have guys like this, you can just close your eyes and say, I, I'm just throwing up, especially Mike Evans. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to throw it up, and you're going to make the play. Those 50-50 balls turn into 80-20s Especially for them. in the red zone, too. When you get in the red zone, you right. got a problem. You're going to let problem. your corners play one-on-one, -on -one or you're going to have safety help, and you got a light box, and you have a running game that can put up seven. And then to, the, to add to that B, we just talked about it. So you got a Zach Wilson who is, could be struggling at times. He's young. Maybe he's not even good. Mm -hmm. So now it goes from he, him going out there, oh, they're doubling Garrett Wilson. Uh, they're doubling him, but they're also stacking a box. So I don't even know. Now I got to work my offense. But now when you're doing that, you can just look at matchups. They're doubling him. Now I got, uh, I got Allen here. I got Mike Evans here. What's the best matchup? So now you're just reading matchups. This is what Jalen Hurts is doing. This is how Jalen Hurts is playing so fast. Yes, he's smart. Yes, he's intelligent. IQ is through the roof. We've seen that going back to high school, if you really know him. But he's going out there just looking at the numbers. It's counting. Eight in a box. I'm going kill, kill, kill. I'm going to the pass. Now, where's the safety leaning? They're, they're leaning to uh, 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 Smitty. So now I'm going to go to the black Batman, A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown just caught a bomb. He caught two in a row. So now they're leaning to him. So now I'm going here. So that's why it makes it easier for a quarterback who may not be good or may be struggling. And it gave him a little confidence, too, because going back to Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown, even when A.J. Brown was double and blanketed, like, I'm going to give him a chance. <laughs> and he will come down with it, right? right? Instead of it's a guy like Alan Lazar, who might can't make those tough catches as consistent as those guys do. So I think that, I think that trade would have been great yeah. for uh, the New York Jets. And, and not just for long term, but right here and now. Because like, that's a great point. I'm glad that you asked that question, Ashley. It's like, well, Zach Wilson, why are you investing so much in Zach Wilson? It makes his job easier, right? And, and I would hope that Nathaniel Hackett will simplify the offense that way, where it's like, bro, just read the numbers, bro. We got Brees Hall. He can go for 200 any moment. He can pop a 50, 60 yarder just like that any moment. And evaluate him going forward. Like, if you can't get it done right. with these two guys, <laughs> right. like, bro, you're just not the guy, right? Because they're expecting him to sit behind Rodgers this year and then kind of just say, learn from Rodgers. You still like guy. We want to see right. what you got when he's done. But if he was forced to play and he had those two dudes in there and he still couldn't get it done, then they know they have yeah. to move on. Last point on this. Ashley, I used to be so frustrated 
right? Like, you know, people say at, uh, wide receivers, divas, they're selfish, malcontent. You know where I spent most of my time when I was watching film, doing? Looking for matchups for Eric Decker, right? Hmm. Not Eddie Roy, I wasn't even that mindset then. Me and Eddie, we was just a tag team. We had Tony Scheffler, but we had a nice little thing going on there. Alshon Jeffrey, Martellus Bennett. Why? Because you're only as good as the guy on the other mm -hmm. side. They're doubling me. They're vicing me when they're in the red zone. I need you, Eric Decker, to get off. I need you to have a big game, because why? Now they're gonna start favoring you. But this is why this is important, right? And this is why they go, the Eagles go out there and get Julio Jones. Bro, now defense has got so sophisticated where now they say, I'm doubling Brandon Marshall, I'm doubling Eric Decker, I'm doubling uh, uh, Smitty, I'm doubling A.J. Brown. That third guy got to be a dog. Yeah. It's almost like the nickel on defense. Yeah. Right, yeah. that nickel guy, bro, you, if you him, yeah. you can get busy and make a, have a great career for yourself. Listen, we're going to switch gears a little bit and talk some NFC East like quarterbacks. But Golly. before we do that, I want to go ahead and get your guys' opinion on this. About 35 minutes ago, Jake Trotter and Adam Schefter both reported that Deshaun Watson is still, quote, not sure if he'll be able to play <laughs> Sunday <laughs> versus Arizona. As you know, Deshaun Watson has been dealing with a rotator cuff. He also um, returned, I believe, last week but got injured in that game and is now almost at, it seems like, ground zero again, trying to figure out his situation. So as of right now, the Browns quarterback remains uncertain to play Sunday um, in Arizona or against Arizona, rather. I mean, B-Flow, this is... This is a big deal for a multitude of different reasons. I mean, Deshaun Watson, as we know, last season, he missed half the season serving his suspension. Yeah. That was right after he got that massive historic deal of $230 million of guaranteed money. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there, guaranteed money. We've never seen that before for a quarterback. And now this season was supposed to be what the Browns fans were expecting, a return on that investment and see the the you know, talent that is Deshaun Watson when he is at his best, but he's been dealing with injury after injury all year so far, and now another week of uncertainty. I mean, what does this mean? I mean, it's, it's giving Walker some time to kind of show these coaches, like, I can't play ball. I think Stefanski wants to go with Walker. He's like, yo, it's not a hot hand, but it's like a nice little steady, more than a lukewarm hand. Like, we're winning games. Mm -hmm. They're in the race in their division. And you can see they're not too eager to just put Deshaun Watson in there. They like, yo, we rally around Walker right now. And Walker might get another win against Arizona. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they're in a tough spot because they can't do anything and like move Deshaun or try to trade him because of the contract. Like right. you stuck, right. Right. that's the thing. Right. But I don't think the Browns tripping at all. Well, I mean, they're worried because if his, his talent has, hasn't came on the field yet, mm -hmm. but I think they're cool with Walker right, right now. Right now, the Browns, I believe, are sitting at four and three. Um, Brandon, I mean, we, we had the conversation about this team, rather, Deshaun Watson, specifically the contract, the money. You know, I'm on the side of, I think it was a lot too soon, too yep. much too soon. You guys are on the side of, like, you had to go ahead and get him. You had to pay what you needed to pay to get him mm -hmm. because of what the talent that, you show, that he showcased in Houston and in college, which I agree, phenomenal quarterback when he's at his best. Mm -hmm. It seems, though, that he has been struggling immensely to get back to even a yeah. fraction of that version for one reason or another. If you're the Cleveland Browns, a little bit of buyer's remorse, a little bit of we jumped the gun on this, we didn't, we thought he was that version of Deshaun Watson and he may not be that version anymore. Is that going right. through your mind at all? 
if I'm the Cleveland Browns, if I put myself in management and ownership, yes. no. Okay, Because anytime we talk about players, whether it's in the NBA or NFL, remember, I always say the same thing. It's like, these guys are supposed to have these conversations before. We're supposed to be communicating. And I'm taking the approach of, it's not about my, uh, my, my system, it's about the players, right? So you, when I go out there and I go get a Deshaun, I'm going to plug him into what he does best, especially this piece, because he is the quarterback. But think about Deshaun when he had his greatest years, when we talk about where he's been and why hasn't he gotten there yet. He was in spread. He was in gun. Mm -hmm. This offense is an a, uh, extension of Shanahan's offense. Mm -hmm. Stretch, all right, nine, uh, eight, boot, keeper, but we're going to run the ball. This is where uh, Kevin Stefanski comes from. So now you have... A lot of success doing it that way. Even with Baker Mayfield, they had success. So I can understand why they stuck to their system. But to me, the fit wasn't there. So at the beginning of this year, you are sticking to that system where the offense runs through, through Chubb. This is not, this was never Deshaun Watson's offense. Now he gets hurt. Remember the play, Steelers, Chubb goes down. So now they're scrambling to find their new identity. But within two weeks, Deshaun goes down. So... To me, this fit from a philosophy standpoint doesn't work. So for me, I'm not, I wouldn't be, uh, I wouldn't be struggling with Deshaun. I would have put him back into a system. But management, like, and I don't put my, my, myself in their, their shoes, B, because this is how a lot of guys think. We've been in these organizations before. Yeah, they're, they, they have buyer's remorse because they want to see it right now. They want to win right now. That's why they go, went out there and they gave them that type of deal. And they're not winning right now. But what I would say is they're in good position. It's to B's point. They're sitting at four and three. And if you look at their record and you look at they're, they're playing Arizona Cardinals, right? I don't know if Kyler Murray's going to play or not. He's a second day full hey, participant. Take it for me. The Arizona Cardinals can beat some good teams. Okay. I, 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 <laughs> hey, right. Been there. The Dallas Cowboys. Been there. Okay. They can, but what are you going to get? Josh Dobbs is now in Minnesota. Kyler Murray's been hurt for a year. Well, I mean, on, on that topic, though, I mean, to, to Brandon's point, if you're the Browns, you're having buyer's remorse just because you wanted to potentially. see a, a, potentially yeah. because you wanted to see an immediate return on your investment, That's if right. you will. But from a football standpoint. Is there any concern for either of you that Watson may not be the quarterback that he was in Houston? That time has passed. You know, his time away from the game has affected certain aspects of his game, and the quarterback that the Browns are going to get in the future, whenever he does return, is not going to be 100% the quarterback that he was in Houston, fresh out of Clemson. See, B mentioned it, right? This, not, this isn't his system. Every, so it's just a system issue. Every, every it can NFL, be. It okay. can be. Because every yeah. NFL player thrives in his system, right? Mm -hmm. You can be the best receiver in the world, best running back in the world, but if you don't have your Revis. system. Yeah. He goes to Tampa, yeah. goes to Tampa too. Where was the, he wasn't Revis Allen, but go his Exactly. Start. Like, players shine in their system. So this is the biggest problem that I think the Browns have. Chubb might be the best running back in the league. That's right. So where do you see your identity Chris as an Johnson offense? said it yesterday. What did he said say? It yesterday. <laughs> Chubb is the guy. But where do you see your identity? Mm -hmm. Stefanski sees their identity run, going through their running back. Mm -hmm. And do you take a step back and say, when Chubb's even healthy, is this our system? Are we going to feed 
Chubbs and this is what we do? Or are we going to say we paid Deshaun and because we paid him this much money, we want him to go back into being Superman. Right. We're going to spread this out. We're going to go to the gun and you're going to abandon what your identity is. Yeah. So yeah. it's almost like it's up to the Browns to try to figure out what do they want to be mm-hmm. at the end of the day because that is going to tell all the tale on what Deshaun Watson See, is going to get. But, but this, is what you, this, is what you would, this is what you would hope would happen is when they went out there and made this move and they gave him all this, it's like, yo, let's sit down and let's marry our two philosophies. We've seen Peyton Manning do it when he went to Denver. He brought his system. Adam Gase, who was the offensive coordinator, had to adjust, okay? But then Peyton Manning had to adopt some of what Adam Gase was doing, mm-hmm. okay? When you, whenever you see these quarterbacks and these big offensive coordinators, head coaches coming together, what they're doing is they're sitting down and they're going over, okay, how do you, what's your language when, when, when you see this front? Or, you know, cover four might be cover eight in some system. So it, they go down to the, like, the language of these things. What you would hope for is that they had that conversation because when you think about Deshaun, Deshaun is more, he's, he's absolutely capable of running that offense. He can thrive in an offense. You mean to tell me uh, Deshaun Watson can't thrive in Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan's offense? Yes, he can. But as a player, you have to be willing to accept that first. Like, okay, coach, so you're asking me to do something different. So now I'm going to show up a little differently. You know, my success is going to look a little different, right? But I'm going to rock with that, right? Did they have that conversation? They did, then it would be easier for Deshaun. But I can see them not having that conversation now. Deshaun is actually bumping heads with his guy. It's like, no, nah, man, like, why are you calling this? Why aren't you putting me in this situation? So there's friction. And whenever there's friction between a play caller and the offensive coordinator, nothing works. I know you said last, I, I'm being long-winded here. I went to Lovey Smith, you know, in Chicago. I went to Lovey Smith halfway through because I'm sitting down with Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler doesn't like Mike Tice, our offensive coordinator. We got our off, Mike Tice is our offensive coordinator. Mike Tice is the run game coordinator, really. We bring Jeremy Bates in, who comes from the Mike Shanahan system, and he is our passing game coordinator. The shit don't marry. We got Matt Forte in the background, right? So what happens, and this is what happened in Baltimore with, um, with, uh, with Lamar Jackson. When we run the ball, if I'm doing this 10 times a game, Right? This is what I'm doing, handing the ball off. Running back comes take it. My passing game, my action has to go, has to marry that. So now I'm doing this, and now I pull it. Defense, the secondary comes up. Now we got all of these holes in the background. All of that has to work together, right? If it doesn't, then the defense ain't going for none of it. Jay Cutler's unhappy, really quick. Jay Brandon, Cutler's unhappy. For the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what we're here for. This is don't. No, do, 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 do y'all like talking this football? Okay, go ahead. Do you go like ahead. This football? Let's well, go. Speed it up. Speed the process up a go little deep. bit. We got a long show here. Go ahead. Well, we got a long show, so I can take my time. Okay. Yeah, like this is what we're here for. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's go. You feel it, right? We talking ball. Let's go. Let's go. You gotta, you gotta just sit back and watch. I said last point ten minutes ago, but it's all right. Go ahead. Okay, so. So I go to coach. I go to coach Lovey, and I'm like, Coach, you gotta make a move. Our defense is scoring three, four touchdowns a game, bro. No, not sorry. They're scoring two to three touchdowns a game, like pick or turn the ball over and scoring. Legendary run through 10 weeks. I said, Coach, you got me, you got Matt Forte. This shit can happen. You got Devin Hester on the other side. But Jay Cutler got to be happy. Brandon, none of these changes, changing coaches in the middle of the season never works. Guess who did it that year? Um, 
the team that did it that year, they made changes. I think it was in, damn, I forget where it was. They made the changes. They go on to go to the Super Bowl because they made the move. We sat there and we imploded the second half of the season. I say all that to say this, that quarterback and offensive coordinator relationship, it has to be the closest relationship in the whole organization. If it's not, it's going to radiate through the entire building. And so when we talk about Deshaun Watson and if he's capable, the first thing that we need to look at is his relationship with Kevin Stefanski. If that's solid and that's good, then they'll be okay. If it's not, yeah, they, they need to have buyer's remorse. Well done, Brandon. Well done. <laughs> so well done. Clap it up. Well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. Yeah, Ashley likes to rush me at times, but rush you. I gave you 15 minutes. <laughs> Sometimes it takes 15 minutes. Sometimes it does. Listen, like to, you know. from one quarterback situation <laughs> to another, make sure you get real close to me when I say, "How about them Cowboys?" Okay. Okay. Woo, okay. Woo, 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 woo. Listen, the game of the weekend. I think it's safe to say Hold happens. Time out. Time out. You left your boots at my house. You need to get your boots at my house. My boots? Look, 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 look. You're like, what, what? <laughs> house of athlete. <laughs> your boots are cowboys. We're talking about the cowboys. Oh. Get your damn boots. <laughs> like, they've been sitting there since Wait, Halloween. You cannot yeah. say that. Yeah, I'm like, 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 yeah. Well, you know, we're on air right now. Like, why are my shoes at your house? Because I haven't yeah. been there. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, hold it's on. Really all over Twitter. This is just I'll what I need. I'm like, hey, bro, we're on air. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm also like, no, why, how did they get there? Because I didn't bring them there. Uh, buy high boots, too. You know, you got to go back to Halloween, see what Ashley wore for. She was a cow. You talk about the cowboys. You was a cowgirl. And then I'm walking in the studio every day for the, what, the last two days. Oh I'm my, like, I was take your boots. I and, and I didn't see them. I put them right in front of your seat. To take them home, get your damn boots. Shoes. Maybe it's just because they're black. Okay. Yeah, yeah, House of Athlete is where my boots are. House of Athlete, not House of Marshall. House of Athlete. Just want to make sure I clarify that several times. House of Athlete, a public facility. Our studio away from this studio is where my boots are. Just want to make sure that is clarified. Okay. Um, moving on, how about them Cowboys? Listen, the game of the weekend, I think it's safe to say, goes down on Sunday afternoon, and that is the NFC East rivalry between the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles in Philly. As we know, Philly is a hostile environment. They make New York fans look like they're from L.A. They are no joke out there. It's going to be beautiful football weather. But listen, right now, Philly is a three-point favorite at home, which essentially means this game could be a toss-up on a neutral field. <clears throat> now, interesting moment yesterday during the Eagles press conference, Jalen Hurts was actually asked about his injured knee. And uh, listen to what he said. Jalen, I got to ask, any, anything new with the knee? Feel better, feel worse, different, anything? Okay, that's what I thought. Thanks. It's worth a shot. He said it's worth a shot. <laughs> he said it's worth a shot. All right, listen, guys. Um, Dak Prescott, Dallas Cowboys on a roll, looking good. Dak's, you know, got a little pep in his step, got a little swagger in his step, if you will. Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles have been playing great football all season, yeah. even though some of the games may have been ugly, they've been fighting a way to win, which is, like we always say, the testament of a really good football team. So I think it's fair to say mm -hmm. that right now, at this point of the season, we have two really good football teams that are really feeling themselves, have an identity, going at it, NFC rivalry. Which way are we leaning? You know which way I'm leaning. Well, so. I talked so much in the last pluck, I feel bad. I <laughs> you feel you bad. know which B, way I'm leaning. Go ahead, B. Nah, I... Uh... 
I'm leaning to the Cowboys. I think. <laughs> say it. Say it. I think say this it. is gonna be a I legendary. Want to say it first, <laughs> I want you to say. It. How about the? I want you to. No, I'm not going into the. How about the Cowboys? I need you to. I need you to. You gotta. It, it won't happen. Come on. Cowboys on ride with you. That's the most. That's the most you're gonna get. But nah, I think Dak is gonna have a legendary performance. Like this is the game that Cowboys fans like. They go believe in Dak, right. and this is gonna be the game where they feel, yo, if we get this Dak. We can win it. I see why people picked us to win it. It's going to be this game right here. Dak has been so efficient these last couple of weeks. Um, I think Philly is smart. They will come out trying to double CD and see if he can go to somebody else. But I think Dak is going to use his feet. I think McCarthy will rely on the running game, knowing that they go play a light box, trying to take CD out the game. Because we've seen if CD get busy early, you're mm. not stopping this Cowboys offense, right? Mm. So... They're going to say we go double CD. We're going to see are they patient enough and disciplined enough to just run the rock and get us out of this defense. And I think McCarthy will. I think Dak will find Gallup. I think he'll find his tight end. He's gonna, like I said, he's going to scramble for some big yardage. Like, this is going to be that game where Dak shows everybody, like, yo, this is me. I might have some slip-ups. Y'all go judge me hard. I might come out the next two games and not play up to this par. But on this big game, big stage, it's going to be a showdown, but that goes show what he made of. I, I personally think that this game is going to be won on the defensive side. I think that offensively, both offenses have weapons. I think offensively, both quarterbacks are in their stride right now. I think the defense is going to be where this game is won. I think whichever defense can get to that quarterback the most, whichever defense can dis disrupt the you know, opposing offense the most is going to be the biggest X factor in this game. This is a game that Micah Parsons has to show us if we're all, when I say us, I mean the non-believers. I'm already a believer why he is the guy, why yeah. he has been getting these LT comparisons since he's gotten to the league. This is the game. This is where you show everybody who is you know, maybe question mark next to, to Micah. Is he the best defensive player in the league? Is he this? Are the LT comparisons fair? This is the game where he proves exactly what he's made of. I think really? this is where, I think defense is where this so game you go, is You won. think it's going to be a low scoring game? Um, I don't know if it's going to be low scoring. I just feel like defensively it's going to, I, I, I have it at a middle of a range game. I don't think it's going to be like a 9-7 type situation. I'm looking you can at see a, 16, 20. Yeah, I can see one of those type of games. I don't think it's going to be a lot of passing. I don't think mm -hmm. it's going to be a lot of touchdowns. I think it's going to be one in the trenches, and I think the mm -hmm. trenches is all defense. So, <clears throat> December, I got the Cowboys to win December 10th, okay, at 8.20 p.m. The one in Dallas. Sunday night football. Yeah. Okay. Right? <laughs> Here's why. The Dallas Cowboys aren't as comfortable yet in their identity. Have they found their identity? Yes. But I was saying this a little earlier this week. The Eagles been in their skin for two years. They know who they are. Because, like, let's go through it. Management. Who has the edge in management? So management, really, like, just quickly. Philly. Philly. I agree. Ashley? Yeah. All right, what about, okay, what, now let's go to coaching. What about coaching? Philly. I would say, I, I, I yeah. would. Yeah. Well, yeah. what overall, kind of coaching? Defense, overall or defensive coaching? Because you know I love me some Dan Quinn. I would say overall because that head coach and what they're doing yeah. offensively 
offensively override what the Dallas Cowboys have over the Philadelphia Eagles, and that's defense. Like, I love Dan Quinn and what he's doing there, right? Um, Overall, so, coaching. Yeah. All right, quarterback play. Even? Even. I say, I say even. even. Okay, even. cool. We can, we can do that. All right, uh, skill. Even. I think it's even. You think it's even? I think it's even. That's debatable. Okay, even. that's even. Skill okay. on what side of the ball? Okay. Are you talking offensive skill, defensive Just skill, overall, overall skill? It's oh. even. To we go even. offense. We go offense, but if even. you go overall, it's probably the even. only thing that I'm the only thing that I will give Philly that I'm concerned about with the Cowboys when it comes to offense is they have a better run game than we do right now. The Cowboys yep. have gotten away from the identity of running the football, which is what has been their identity this entire, uh, my entire fandom as a Cowboys fan. I don't know if it's because Tony Pollard and Deuce Vaughn aren't the same type of tandem that we had with Ezekiel Elliott and, and his backups, you know, when he was in his prime. But I'm just concerned on having the ball in Dak Prescott's hand for four right. quarters and not having any run game to fall back on. That is why I believe that the game has to be won for Dallas defensively. Okay. I don't think offensively mistakes are going to happen. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So, listen, I'm taking you all on this journey. Ashley likes, you know, she wants me to go fast. But I, what I realize about myself and all this self-love and all this spiritual journey that I'm on, it's like, B, I'm, I'm starting to realize who I am. I want to take my time, take Ashley. Time. I do not want to rush. So, like, basically where I'm at is this. If you look at management and coaching, which the players can't control, mm -hmm. Philly has the edge. But there is a real debate. If you go quarterback, you go what you just talked about, the running game, you go defense, you want to go offensive skill, defensive skill, that this is pretty even. The reason why I'm going with Philly right now, and I said that they have the edge because they've been in their skin a little longer, is because Dallas isn't in a position for me to override the coaching and what management's already done, right? Now, we come, come December, they could potentially be there. They need to be there. So it's going to be a close game, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys win. I wouldn't. But it's so close that Dak Prescott got to play his best game. Um, uh, Michael Parsons, like you said, he has to play his best game. No, I disagree with you that this isn't where he... Uh, introduce himself to the world. I think, think he already Rob, done that. No, I, I, there's some people who doubt if he's, you know, top three, top, I mean, if you look on NFL Twitter at least, but I think that rivalry games are always when you have the most eyes on right. you, especially, you know, the NFC East is just one of those divisions where those rivalries, those wins mean everything. And I just think that, yeah, you know, you see him in the 49ers game, you see, but I think that, you know, taking down a, a rival like the Philadelphia Eagles, who have a better record than the Dallas Cowboys do, who have been playing more consistent football than mm -hmm. Dallas Cowboys have been. I just think that's a huge statement. I don't think he yeah. needs it. I just think it's a huge statement. You know what I think, B? I think Philly might be a little too cocky coming into this. Really? Yeah, because they've been they've been playing well these last couple of weeks, and I see a little cockiness upon it. I, I just wonder if they feel like, yo, we go out here, we go take care of business. Like, it's, it's almost too much of a cocky because... I guarantee you, Michael Parsons and those boys, like, we still got something to prove. Like, nobody believed that we that. energy. Right? Like, you know how it is. When you coming in there, like, bro, we got something to prove. Like, everybody got to right. feel That's us right. out here. That's right. Like, it's a different energy. Yeah. Philly coming out there, like, we home. They going to be playing meek. Like, let's go. Let's just ball. It's like a different type of edge that you but, would have. But here's my question field. to you, then. Would you say that the Philadelphia Eagles uh, have championship mindset? They're contenders. Like, like... They do. They do. They do. See, I don't think. I don't think you, that that trait 
exist in that type of mindset. I don't think, like, it's like the Tom Brady's of the world. They knew every single week that they had the, 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 the bullseye on their back. And so, like, yeah, there was teams every week coming at them, but I just don't think that the good teams, the championship mindsets, you know, get into the cocky zone. It's I, like, let me handle my business. I put let that me do with my asterisk, job. though, because I think it's players on the Eagles, and Nick Sirianni has it, but I think it's players that have it. I don't think their whole team have it. I think Jalen has it. And you I think, think Jalen's cocky? No, I think he has that championship mindset. Oh, oh. I think it's only about maybe five players on Who that team think, that have it. Do you think the team as wow. a whole is cocky, or there's players that are cocky? I will say it's players that's cocky. And if they don't show up, this is, this is not going to be the game they go win. If mm. they feeling like we just go come out here and roll over the Cowboys because they are players in key positions that have that little cockiness to them, like, I'm telling you, they're going to take it out. Do you, my only pushback on the cocky, and listen, I'm not defending the Eagles, trust me. You want them to be cocky, don't you? <laughs> I want them to come in there and just, you know, completely just screw it up, trust me. But, I mean, this is not a team that has been blowing out their competition this entire season for them to even have a cocky mindset. I mean, they, the commander's game was extremely close until the second half. Um, the commanders were able to stop the push-tush, which was unheard of for the, this past few weeks. I mean, no one's been able to stop that. The commanders found a way. They've been losing, I mean, winning in games that have been very, very close. So for you to have a cocky mindset just based on your record would be kind of insane because you're not blowing your opponent out by, like, 50. But it's not a cockiness thinking they're world beaters. It's a cockiness, like, we'll figure it out. The game gets close, like, uh, we'll make okay. a play. Like, don't worry about that. We got good. It, got it. We okay. us. Right? Then it's like, yo, Cowboys made a play. Oh, they made another play. Like, mm -hmm. yo, we can't come back from this now. Like, because it ain't got yeah, to... But, B, don't you think they've already been in that? Like, think about it. Well, um... Let's go to the, 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 the Dolphins game. They beat the Dolphins. Well, well, you might be right because I'm looking at what I was looking for. I'm looking at their schedule. They're not, and I'm looking they're not at, winning I'm by looking, massive. Yeah, they're margins. not winning by massive, but I'm thinking, like, when's the last time they've been in a dog fight? Right. right? So, like, with the real team they that didn't... they were, like, Patriots, they beat the Patriots 25-20. That's not a real dog fight. That's the, so the Patriots dog fights the fight they should win. Your point is, like, they've been in close games and games they should have been blowing out people, the but commanders. they haven't been, like, punched in the mouth right. yet and then had to, like, counterpunch, Yeah, basically. when they punched, okay. they went full. The, like, the, the Dolphins is, you look at it, like... You got the Commanders, 34-31, then they beat the Rams, but then you have the Jets, they probably... They pro what is it when we say uh, it's a trap game? Yeah. That probably was a trap game mm -hmm. for them, right? They lose to the Jets. They beat the Dolphins convincingly. The Commanders, they so they played them twice already. It's another dogfight, but it's in the division. There's a good, there's a, there's a, there, there's a, a, a discussion here. That maybe this is the game that really show who the Philadelphia really, really is. Or it shows who the Dallas Cowboys really are. I, I like how you just jumped over us. <laughs> mm. You know, because we've been in some, we've been in some dog fights. And we've had, we've had to claw our ways to some to some wins. We've been in some games that were yeah, a lot well, closer this is than the, they should have well, been. Here's the thing: we can't overreact after this game either, or right? Because these are like these are heavyweights. Yes, yeah. two heavyweights. These are two heavyweights, and so when you look at the Dallas Cowboys, if they were to, this is the game, Ashley. Like, which even what you're saying with Michael Parsons, like this is the game. Where it's like, come on, we gotta have it right now because this could be the game that. 
catches fire where you go on that run that you need and you start separating yourself from everyone else. Mm -hmm. So it could be this game. If you do that, like, this is perfect. You're halfway at the halfway point, mm -hmm. and now you're getting into that midseason stride where you feel unstoppable. And what you said yesterday, B, you said, listen, winning is contagious and losing is contagious. So when do you want to hit your stride? When do you want to peak? So it could be, this is going to be a dope. Let's this is, go. is this the game of the week? Let's this is go. America's game of the week. It's my game of the week. Um, make sure Dang. if you are trying to reach me at 425 on Sunday, my phone will not be working. Um, so, yeah. And depending on how the game ends, my phone still may not be working. <laughs> so don't try to call me. Um, I will be zoned in. So we will go ahead and see how that turns out. 425 America's Game of the Week. Monday we will be on this show discussing it. And luckily for me, there are no Eagles fans on this set, so I don't have to make a bet. Mm. You know? Yeah, I can't even rock with the Eagles. Well, I'm so rocking with the Eagles. You can make a bet. No, I'm because going... you picked the Cowboys. No, I'm just you can't saying, but play I'm just... both sides of the middle. No, I'm talk... we're just talking about this game. What kind you of bet y'all want to make? Yeah, he did say he got the Eagles in this game. You said yeah, you so got the Cowboys the at what home. What kind of bet y'all yeah. want to make? What do you want to make? Y'all too. What kind of bet? It's got to be something like good and tangible. Like, <laughs> let me think about it. Let me think about it. Let me get back to you by I the end of the show. I mean, drink mayonnaise. I mean, the, the guys show, wear Cowboys jerseys when they, you know, when we blew out the Giants. Um, you know. Let, 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 I want it to be good. You got to sing Taylor Swift. I want it to be fair. Okay. Right where you feel good about it. So let me give me to the end of the got show. Got it. All right. And then, while Brandon, while Brandon's thinking of that, we're gonna go ahead and move on to another quarterback matchup, and that is Geno Smith versus Lamar Jackson. Now, this might be one of the most underrated games of Week Nine. We went from the creme de la creme to an underrated matchup. The five and two NFC West leading Seattle Seahawks are going to be flying east to face on the 6-2 and two AFC North-leading Baltimore Ravens. And this game is happening in Baltimore. Now, Lamar Jackson, we already know what he brings to the table, but you can't sleep on Geno Smith because, as we already know, they tried to write him off, but he didn't write back. You hear what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, Geno or Lamar, where are you guys leaning towards? I'm going Lamar. The game's in Baltimore. I just feel like... She gonna ask us the question, then she gonna answer. I have to get mine before y'all go on your tangent. Uh, Lamar Jackson is my pick. If games in Baltimore, I'm, I'm rolling with Lamar. Who you got, Beef? What? No, no. Why? Um, I just feel like the this. Seattle Seahawks, although they're playing incredible football, like I'm not even gonna hold you guys. They're a lot better than what I anticipated they were two. going to be. Yeah, that's that's impressive. Like. I just think that whenever you you know you're traveling that far, whenever you're in an environment like Baltimore, whenever you're in the domain of a quarterback to the caliber of Lamar Jackson, that's his arena. That's his ballpark. Mm. You know, he knows the ins and the outs. I just feel like this is going to go ahead and um, I just feel like this is going to go ahead and be their game. But I would not be surprised if it's close. And if it's close, I think the Seattle Seahawks have a chance to take it. That defense is elite. Mm -hmm. That's a and they just legit added Leonard defense. Williams. Yeah, that's a legit defense. They bet, all cap. I know is Baltimore better not keep the game close. If it's close, it can go either way. Right. I'm going Lamar. Um, Seahawks got a good defense, man. They right Top outside five. of yeah, yeah, yeah. But Baltimore defense starting to play ball too now. Like mm -hmm. they Baltimore defense gonna be good, but it's hard to win in Baltimore, right? Like, you know, when you go there, you're going to be in for it. The crowd going to be going. Oh Their defense going to be playing. You're going to have a guy behind you calling out your entire uh, 
uh, uh, arrest record. <laughs> what? Go ahead, be finished. But, but these are story. similar teams, right? They tough. Quarterbacks can get it done. Um, but I got to lean to Lamar. Lamar playing ball right now. You see he's getting his groove. Like, you can see Lamar, when he gets comfortable and he starts doing Lamar things, like, his play is, right. is going to start ascending throughout the rest of the season. So I think Lamar's going to have one of those special games. It's The Seahawks, for some reason, they always – it's either it's not a good week for them or they go keep it close and win it at the end. That's right. That's right. They're a team that if they keep it close, they you might got to get them the dub. That's right. So Lamar is going to have to win this game by two scores. And if, Jamal Adams has been looking good since, you know, him going down against the Giants in that game. I mean, he just gave that spark the right. Seattle defense need. Like I, like I said, I, if I'm the Baltimore Ravens, you want to blow these guys out as quickly as you, you can. Have to. You keep it close, that game is going out of the way. It's interesting that you say that because I'm looking at their uh, their schedule and their games, their first uh, six games here, and they're, they've just been in dogfights. Everything's been close, right? Mm -hmm. So they're, ba they're battle-tested to them. Ashley's point. Mm -hmm. You know, so if it's a close game, you know, you would probably give the is to the Seattle Seahawks. And me being there with Pete Carroll, like, they thrive in that. Man, mm -hmm. some people fold, but Pete, and it starts with Pete Carroll. When they're in those dogfights, Pete Carroll lights up even more. And it it snowballs down to everybody else in the organization. So you don't want that to happen, but I have to go with Lamar Jackson because I, you know, when you look at this, it's like, yo, they haven't done anything yet to show that they're elite. Mm -hmm. They have done everything to show that they're a really good team, and that's the Seattle Seahawks. Mm -hmm. The Baltimore Ravens have put things on film to show that they can be elite. They can be a challenger uh, in the AFC. It's in Baltimore. Um, like B said, it's hard to play in Baltimore. At least for me, it was probably one of my hardest games. Ashley Nicole Moss, oh my goodness. I'm sitting there on the bench. Just imagine right here. Dude sitting here. I don't know who this fan is, but they need to pay this man. He probably do this every week. Brandon, Brandon. So you know, you, you block this stuff out as a player. I've never really entertained fans, probably in 13 years or even longer if you include high school and, co and college. Like, I've probably entertained fans probably two times. Like, you blocked that out. But I couldn't be. For the whole game, sitting behind the offensive bench, we got to sit there. I got to talk to Jay Cutler. I got to talk to our offensive coordinator, receiver coach. I got to sit right here. Brandon, <laughs> Brandon, tell me what happened in 2003 when you were arrested <laughs> at the Denny's. What did you do? Trespassing? Three in the morning? Why are you at Denny's? Why were you trespassing at Denny's at three in the morning? Brandon, 2004, you were suspended for two weeks. Like, all of my business like that. I'm like, I'm like, now I'm like, look, my teammates is hearing this stuff. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's public record. It's public. But <laughs> some people don't even know this stuff. But then it's for me, it's like, oh, my goodness. Like, this dude is literally going through my entire rap sheet. It got so bad, B, that I told everybody in the office, I said, I'm sorry, guys, but I'm going to go sit down on the defensive side. I cannot have this guy behind me. It was terrible. Why were you trespassing at a Denny's at 3 a.m.? So what had happened was this. <laughs> yeah, of all the places. <laughs> Mike Sims Walker's ass, my roommate. <laughs> I'm calling him out. Right? <laughs> no, it wasn't Mike. No, we went out, okay? And there was a situation where no, there, they never got physical. We were in fight, but the guys, like it was a football team. There was just some regular dudes in, in Orlando, right? And so it was, a, you know, people getting into it. So now I wasn't even out. 
dudes that was out, they called a football team, like, yo, we, you know, we have this situation, like, come up here. So us being young and dumb, we all go up there. But then after that, nothing happened. Uh, we go to the Denny's. We're sitting in the Denny's. And we're just talking about this. We're loud, blah, 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 blah. The manager comes, y'all need to calm down. Y'all need to calm down. I'm like, we just talking. What's the problem? Ain't no, nothing. And so me and the manager get into it. And I'm like, man, we just sit here talking. There's no problem, right? So we're, we're arguing. We're going back and forth. I leave the Denny's. I come back three weeks later. This is a, tr this is a true story. I come back three weeks to later. To the same Denny's. To the same Denny's. Okay. She calls the cops. Cops come and say, hey, sir, you're trespassing. You're not supposed to be here. I'm like, trespassing? What are you talking about? You know what I mean? She was like, well, weren't you here a couple weeks ago? I was like, yeah, I was here a couple weeks ago. Well, they said they hit you with trespassing. I said, I never was served anything. Nobody told me never to come back. So they took me down. And that was <laughs> that guy behind me said, Brandon, Brandon, <laughs> what happened? Three o'clock in the morning. I got hit with trespassing. That's, Listen, real what quick. What coach say? Nothing good happens after 12? After, after 12, yeah, 11 p.m., whatever. It's early, Remember that commercial? It's 11 o'clock. Do you know where your kids are? Uh, real quick. <laughs> I was in Denny's getting trespassed. <laughs> real quick before we go to break. I mean, Seattle's defense, Baltimore's offense, how are the Seattle DBs and Baltimore wide receivers going to match up? Who has the edge in this game? I like Seattle. Seattle got long corners that can cover on that edge. The thing is, with Jamal Adams being the force of coming in, man, and go be knocking heads off coming across that middle, mm. and I still don't feel like they don't let Lamar wing it enough. Like, I'll give the Lamar the ball, like, at least 35 times a game. That's how special I feel like he, mm. like he can be on the field. So just for Seattle DBs being long, they love to play press. Like, they go create havoc for these receivers. So I'm giving the edge to the DBs. Okay. Um, I wanted to pull up here. Ashley, can you do me a favor while I get into this? Can you pull up Obe Odell Beckham Jr. stats? For this um, year so far? Yeah. Right? I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson is having a year. And, um... Not great so far. Would you... Who, no, oh, you're talking about Odell. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, this is going to no, be... This is going no to be... Uh, Odell Beckham Jr.'s breakout game. No, sir. Odell Beckham Jr. may go for 150. I'm oh, Seattle you. corners? Like, they I'm got dogs you. out. Okay. I'm telling you. I'm okay. telling you. 162 is where he's at right now. So, what was his... Six games. What's his best game? His best game was against the Lions, 49 yards. Average about 10 yards. 49 yards? That's one play for OBJ. Did you see when they were up 30, the last game when they're up 30-something, 20-something uh, points? He up there pissed off walking the sideline. Lamar Jackson, too, he feeling it. They're, they already winning. Lamar Jackson was throwing the ball like every play in the fourth quarter when the game was over. That tells me as a receiver, because I've been there before, everybody in the building know, like, we got to get him going. Not because for his ego, yes, but, be, you know, like, we got to make sure he's happy. But also, if we can get him going, you know how much more dangerous we would be come postseason. Now, granted, you know, uh, he's been hurt and injured, okay, so he hasn't been there, but they have to get him going if they want to uh, go through KC, if they want to go through uh, the Bengals. So I'm telling you, the, the, the Baltimore Ravens, Receivers have the edge, and Odell Beckham Jr. is going to lead the way. And Zay Flowers is the number one guy. It's no edge. I'm sorry. I'm Go sorry. Ahead, it's no edge with Woolen and Witherspoon. Like, they might have the top tandem, like, in the league, bro. True. So, 
they go smother these receivers. Not even going to be close. Oh, we shall see. Week nine, it goes down. Sunday, it goes down. We'll have more quarterback matchups and predictions for you guys right after this break. So don't move. I got some crazy stories in KC. Like one, <laughs> which is crazy. So, um, yeah, man. That, Go ahead, give us it. You can say it. All, all, all of my Chiefs brothers will, will enjoy this. So one time we was playing in, uh, was playing in Cincinnati, right? And, and you will and understand this. So you know how, like, the team leaves on Saturday, right? The day before the yep. game. So I flew to Memphis. I mean, I flew to Phoenix on a Friday. <laughs> yeah, <Tell> right? what? <laughs> so I took it upon myself, me... And um, a group of my friends, we flew to Phoenix for the little baby concert, man. Like we, I'm like, okay, cool. PJ, PJ. Yeah, PJ. We flew to Phoenix, man. I'm like, I'm gonna be back in time. You feel me? You yada yada yada. So we fly to Phoenix. Boom. We having a good time at the concert. It's time to go. So as we about to step on the plane, the uh, on the way back, the dudes like, hey, we probably won't be able to leave at like 7 a.m. and y'all won't make it back to KC to about you know 11:30. I'm like, I'm, the, I'm like, the, say, the buses leave at 12. I'm like, say, say what now? He's like, yeah, man, something uh, wrong with the plane. Yeah, man, something wrong with the plane. And uh, so I'm like, <laughs> hold on, bro. You mean to tell me something wrong with this plane after the money I just paid y'all to fly me here and get me back on time? He's like, yeah. So I, I, it took me literally an hour to call Coach Reed because I was so scared, bro. I was so scared, <laughs> bro. It's like, bro, Coach Reed, bro, he a different piece, bro. So I called Coach, right? Coach, I'm like, Coach. <laughs> I'm laughing with Coach. I'm like, Coach, what's up? He like, he like, what's up, Cheetah? I'm like, Coach, man, like, you know, uh, shit, I'm in Phoenix. He like, Phoenix? What you doing in Phoenix? I'm like, shit, hey. Little baby concert, man, chilling. He's like, all right, long as you make it back in time. I'm like, shh, about that, Coke. <laughs> I'm like, Coke, man. Um, I see you in Cincinnati, though. He's like, Cincinnati? How you gonna see me in Cincinnati? We got we got walk through in the morning. Then we got to get on the plane and go. I'm like, Coke. Like, I'm in Phoenix. I ain't gonna make it back. That's what I'm trying to say. And I put the phone down so I so I wouldn't hear what he was saying because I knew he was finna get on my head. But then I picked it back up. He was like. Reek, bro, like, you can't be doing that during the season. Like, I need you locked in. I'm like, Coach, I know, bro, but you know how I am. Like, I, I, I was a Dennis Rodman fan. Dennis Rodman went to Vegas to hang with Carmen Electra. I'm trying to be that, Coach. <laughs> you ain't say that. No, nah, I ain't say all that. But <laughs> I was like, Coach, man, look, I'm sorry. He was like, Reek, I, I got to find you, but make sure you meet us in Cincinnati. So I ended up telling the PJ people to just drop me off in Cincinnati. Was it worth it? Oh man, it was worth it. It was great. Come on, it's always worth it, man. It's always worth it. I had a, I had, I had a good time. Yeah. Came up from the mud, it's like I walk around with a shoe stain. Uncle gave me fire when we kicked it, he was Lou Kane. Remember we were struggling for it, dinner needed loose chains. Now the money never stopped and I feel like I'm Bruce Wayne. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
kingdom of the planet of the apes has arrived in IMAX. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Ashley Nicole Moss here, Brandon Marshall. We um, we lost B-Flow. I think he got in his feelings when you when you called out the DBs for Seattle. I yeah, think but he, you I think know, he walked off set. He walked off set. He's about to walk back on. I think he Did went to the bathroom. Did you wash your hands? Yes, that's what I said. Yes, he Brandon didn't wash Marshall. his hands. Did you wash your hands? I'm not Brandon Marshall. Let me see. Let me see. Okay, I see some water. You can see water all on the sleeve. Yes, yes, he washed. He yeah, took man, his time. You wash your hands really good. <laughs> he took his time to wash his now, hands. Now, B gave me some good, like, green juice, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Oh, okay. Just it came up out me. Yeah, which it way, just flowed throughout me, huh? Which way? If green juice, because, you know what I'm saying? Like, he said it came up out. Like, I mean. Yeah, your mind just go there, huh? I'm just saying, green makes you do, you know, whatever. I think he just meant, like, the fluid. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay, I got it now. <laughs> Let me ask y'all this question, because we talk about it a lot. Is it okay if I go to the bathroom, right, and just run my hands under the water and not use soap? But why won't you use... It takes, like, two <laughs> seconds. Just two seconds, bro. It's just a little squirt, squirt. That's all you need. That, that two seconds that. is not going to I understand anything. that, but I is that okay? I just asked... It's you. not okay. If you're not doing anything, that's, like... That's like my cousins, my male cousins back in the day, like in that weird phase where like teenage boys don't want to shower, like that weird time right. where it's like, I already shower, like <laughs> go into the shower and just stand under the hot water. Right. Like you're not cleaning your body, you're just wet. Right. You know I what I mean? That. So, yeah. She touched my hand. <laughs> Did you wash your hands? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I agree being in the morning, <laughs> I hesitate like. Wait, Can I get some hand so sanitizer, please? You know, listen, I, I, I promise you, I swear to you guys on this. When I walk in the bathroom now, like, like I wash my hands. Y'all, first I got to stop this. I was saying in between <laughs> segments. But when I go in the bathroom every single time now, I think about y'all. And I'm like, so wash That's it. Let me be good here. And then also, like, when I'm traveling, too, and I'm rushing, got to get to baggage claim, all of that. I'm like, yo, I want to do like a whole collage of videos of showing them I'm, a wash, I'm washing my hands. You can just use hand sanitizer if you're in the airport. No, see, that's no. I don't, I don't, I don't agree. You, I don't want. I don't agree with that. I don't. I don't. I think that's lazy that using hand sanitizer. I think you need to wash your hands. There's literally hospitals that like <laughs> use like. Okay. Um, first and foremost, I like your shirt today. Thank you so much. The, the decapitated teddy bear. That's, that's. And also, don't think about me and Beefo when you're in the bathroom. 
That, that, <laughs> that is, is kind of weird, kinda, bro. It's a little odd. Just come get your boots out of the house. <laughs> How's the athlete? How's the athlete, guys? All right, listen. We're going to dive into some more. Oh, it's going to be, like, all over the internet. Just add it to the list of people I'm allegedly, like, seeing. Um, so it's a list. There's, there's Reddit threads about it. Give it's me actually, the top five. What's the top five? I, like, I care. All I, all I can tell you is I could go win a championship right now, okay? <laughs> With all these alleged names of people that Give I'm seeing. Give us five names that people no. think. You can Google it. It's on the internet, trust For me. Real? Oh, yeah, there's can like we, a, can we there's get legitimately that? like blog like threads, like Reddit type threads mm -hmm. where like people are dissecting my relationships with people I've never been in relationships with. It's actually very is, funny. Is there anything on Reddit that's like, oh, that's true? Yes. Between every like 10 lies, it's like one truth. So I guess, you know, 10 to one's not bad. Right. Um, <laughs> No, nah, y'all got a hard as women for real, straight up. Yeah, I just, I like, I blink at the guy the wrong way, and all of a sudden we're like seeing each other. Right. It's like I gotta like do it like this. Matter right. of fact, all right, kicking things <laughs> off, um, we are gonna go ahead and talk uh, about another matchup. This is gonna be a really big game, too, and it's happening overseas in Germany. Has any, have you guys been to Germany? I haven't. You I have. Dozeldorf. Really? Did you like it? I, I, I enjoyed it. I went to go get the, they used to call them the Kobe shots. Remember, Kobe was like done. He had no more bounce. Mm -hmm. And uh, then he went and he was back. He went to Germany, saw uh, Dr. Peter uh, Willing, and it was like these, uh, these they call it um, Reginikine. And so, yes, I, I went over there. And guess who was Thank there when I, when I walked in? It was so interesting. Carmelo Anthony was in there. Really? Yeah, I was like, what up, bro? Like, he was sitting in the office when I was there. Very cool. And I'm like, I'm disappointed because we should have hung out. It's like we're all the way yeah, in Germany. All the way there. Right. Well. Like, come on, Mello. Come on, bro. <laughs> well, come on, you. Why didn't you ask him to hang I out? I be texting him. He texts me back every 10 texts. He's light skinned. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we move. All right. Hey, listen. We're going to go ahead and continue to look at the best ahead to the best matchups of week nine. And like I said, the Miami Dolphins and Kansas City Chiefs will face off in Germany. This is very, very cool. It's part of the NFL's um, desire to expand the game. We already had the London games. Now we have the Germany games. Now, right now, the 6-2 and two Dolphins face off against the 6-2 and two Chiefs. So it's the battle of the 6-2 and two in the AFC. Now, Tyreek Hill was once a member, as we know, of the Kansas City Chiefs. So he gets to face off against his former team and former head coach, Andy Reid. Um, but... <laughs> The funny thing about this is Andy Reid has a very simple way to describe uh, the cheetah and how to stop him. Listen oh, to this. I was wondering why you was laughing. You see any differences in his game now from when you watch him on tape from when he was here? No, he's pretty good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he just said he's pretty good. Any, any, way to stop, any way to stop him? What do you think of Tyreek Hill? It's pretty good. Um, this is cool. You know, going against your former team is always is always fun. Um, I'm sure Tyree Kill is giving the Dolphins all the secret sauce to what makes the Kansas City yeah. Chiefs go. But I mean, two really good teams, two teams that have lost some games they should have won, um, but still dominant in the AFC. Who are you guys leaning towards? Uh, Neutral field at that. We're not right. no Arrowhead. Uh, no, you know, Miami Hard Rock Stadium, whatever you want to call it now. Neutral this, field. It can go this, either way. This is this is the Miami Dolphins moment. You got to show up right now. And so I'm going to go with Tua, but I want to be clear here. This is not Tua versus Patrick Mahomes, right? Like, Patrick Mahomes is him. So I'm not knocking Patrick Mahomes. But Tua, Tyreek Hill, 
Waddle. Are they going to get Chase Claypool rolling this week that they traded for mm -hmm. three, four weeks ago? Got him from Chicago. You know, big guy outside. You can do so many things with him. Jalen Ramsey's back. Didn't he just have a pick in his first game back? He did. A month, two months ahead of schedule. Mm -hmm. So I'm picking Tua for that reason. And then also, like, this whole Tyreek thing, that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, Tua, Tua, Tua. Interesting. Tua. I, I think I know where you're going, B-Flo. I got to go with the Dolphins. Oh, I, I thought he was going to pick his boys. Yeah, I want to. But, you know, with Ramsey there, uh, they might get X-Men back. I just think they're going to smother the receivers on the outside because Patrick Mahomes haven't been able to throw on the outside, right? His bread and butter is Travis Kelsey in the run game. And I think Miami is going to try their best to take Kelsey away. I think even though this Chiefs defense has been playing ball, I think this is going to be Tyreek Hill game. Like, he wants it. Like, mm -hmm. he has nothing but respect for Andy Reid in Kansas City because it wasn't no bad blood. He enjoyed his time there. He left and got paid, right? Mm -hmm. He just, Kansas City couldn't pay him like Miami could, right? So you don't have bad blood. But at the same time, I think he's been circling this game. On his calendar. I mean, you have Patrick Mahomes. He's healthy now. As you know, last game when he, they lost to the Denver Broncos, um, he was dealing with the flu. Uh, Travis Kelsey, as we know, has been dealing with an injury. He's been able to play through it, but you can see that some of his explosiveness has, you know, suffered because of it. Um, yeah, but I don't, I don't count do, that stuff. No, 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 I know. But I'm saying you have a healthy Patrick Mahomes now. They say that, you know, whatever he was feeling is in the past. Travis Kelsey just seems to be getting better, they say, every single day. Whatever he's dealing with seems to dwindle little by little. So that tandem of Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey is always so dangerous. The mm -hmm. Chiefs defense, I feel like, is a lot better than what we saw of them last year um, up until the playoffs and the Super Bowl. Still no faith in Kansas City to go ahead and win this one. No, just because, again, Mahomes, statistically, it has been his worst year, right? He haven't been in see. He always had a receiver on the outside that can at least get something done. Mm -hmm. He's still trying to find out who that guy going to be. They dropping passes. You see Rice dropping passes in the end zone. He's trying to find that guy that can just open up the offense even more, you know, just on the outside. He can't find anybody. Right, and right. the Dolphins, they thrive off their lockdown corners playing ball. So I just think this is the matchup they don't want right now because they're mm. still trying to figure it out. They're trying to figure out how they go get these guys outside involved. And this is the wrong game to try to figure that out with. So mm -hmm. I want to shout out the chat for a moment. Everyone <laughs> listening on Sirius XM, Fashion Talk 103, thank you as well. Shout out to the chat, everyone watching us on YouTube. Belly, um, I know you keep saying that you wish the game was in Kansas. Kansas City is in Missouri, beloved. It's not in Kansas. So the game wasn't going to be in Kansas regardless. Okay? Hey, I'm so, right there with you. Line, bro. It's borderline. Missouri, Belly. 10. Belly, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Kansas, Missouri, bro. Kansas, it's in Missouri. Missouri. It's, cool. it's Kansas City, Missouri, not Kansas City, Kansas. But I can see how you can get confused with that. I just want to make sure you, you know that. Um, Brandon, I mean, we've been talking about the Chiefs being the top of the AFC, some even say the top team in the NFL. The Miami Dolphins able or if the Miami Dolphins are able to pull this out, are they the new kings of the NFL, the new kings of the AFC? No. Oh. No. Even though they're both coming in with the same record and someone's going to have a better record when this game is over. It, well, let me say this. It, it, it's not if they do it, it's how they do it. Right? Like, you got to go out there and it got to be a statement. It got to mm -hmm. be you beat them by two, three scores, which I don't know, has that ever been done to Patrick Mahomes and Andy mm -hmm. Reid since they've been together? 
Um, didn't happen in the Broncos game? No, the Broncos didn't beat them convincingly. That was a good game. Well, just, they kind of beat they, them convincingly. They, the second the Broncos, time around? Yeah. What was the score? You were out here gassing them up. You don't even know what the score was. <laughs> when they say you got to have a short memory in the NFL, I'm on to, another, I'm on to the next week. This what week do you eight. mean? What y'all, this week I'm eight. Pretty, Hold on, really quick. like two possessions? Yeah. 24-9. 24-9. That's a blowout. Dang. That's why I'm concerned. Russell I'm Wilson. Concerned. Russell Wilson. Y'all keep talking about Russell Wilson being cool. He beat Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid 24 to 9. Are you oh, kidding me? No, Brandon. You don't what? get to do that because you don't even know who the score was. Huh? You don't even know who the score was. But you was. reminded me, and it gives me another opportunity to talk about Russell Wilson. The most winning against quarterback in football. In 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> Um, damn, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I, you know, again, I think that, um, you know, it's interesting seeing where Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs are right now. They, they're winning a little differently, and this could be to their benefit in the long run because he's never been able to lean on his defense. So now he has to figure out how to win a little differently. It's like we, we talked about with Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets. Aaron Rodgers, you don't need to go out there to be the MVP to get it done. Just go out there and manage, right, and make the smart moves. Patrick Mahomes is a gunslinger, but he's always been very safe and smart, So, which is interesting. Like, he's, he wants to make the big play. He thrives in that. He's not a guy that's going to go out there and say, I got thinking don't no Patrick Mahomes got to do weird stuff behind the back weird little look stuff. trick plays he do right it's like he, the game isn't fun to him he's gonna be out there it's like oh cool I, I don't want to take that I want the shots I want to make it look good so I you know yeah I, I think that Tua and the Miami Dolphins have the edge and it if they do it convincingly then we can have the conversation if they're the kings in the AFC but they haven't done that yet like you go to Buffalo they, you, you Buffalo done. put up 50 on them yeah, so the Miami Dolphins is what the Buffalo Bills been in the past. They can look great. They can beat great teams. And they can beat them convincingly. But it's just like they're not going to be up and down, but it's just like they're streaky, right? right? If you catch them at that right time, they can spank you. And then if you catch them, like the Patriots can go beat them by like 14, I feel, mm -hmm. right? So with the Dolphins, it's always going to be are they hot, are they cooking to see what kind of team they is. I don't think... They can dethrone the Chiefs, even if they beat them convincingly, but that'll just show you who they are. Yeah. They, they, they have the identity that they can't beat anybody, almost how Buffalo and Kansas City did go to that in the AFC Championship game years ago when it kept going back and forth. Like, that's who Miami can be. So let me, let me, let me, let me lean into this, right? Because, like, we're, we're going to have this discussion damn near every week now. Now we're getting into it. We're getting into some real football. Like, the teams are starting to present themselves. This is who we are. Here's our identity. I just think is th this is the year where every week is going to change, right? Um, I think there's some teams that we can hang our hats on, like, yo, the Kansas City Chiefs, like, they're a really good team. Yeah. Um, you know, you got the, uh, who else is out there? The Philadelphia Eagles, they're a really good team. There's a few teams there. I still throw the 49ers up there, but I feel like it's going to change every single week. We talk, you know my favorite word? What's my favorite word? Parody? Parody. There's more parody in the NFL now more now than ever so I, I don't know if i'll be able to to say at all this season that this is the clear-cut number one team in the nfl now i'll be able to say like right now yes but bro like this team beats this team then they flip around they lose and then bro it's up and down and it's that's why that's why we when we were talking about it i got so excited it's like yo this 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 the end of the season run in postseason may be the best 
postseason we've seen in a very long time. It maybe will be. ever. It will be. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and switch gears a little bit to some other quarterbacks that are coming off of wins. Um, well, the Chiefs aren't coming off a win. That was a bad segue. Sorry. Moving on to quarterbacks who are coming off of wins. We have Josh Allen and Joe Burrow who are going to be facing off. This is another big game in the AFC. It's all going down in Cincinnati. As we know, the Bengals are coming off a very impressive win against the 49ers, giving them their third straight loss. And the Bills, who have been struggling a little bit, again, one of those teams that have been losing the teams that they should have beaten and winning in, in teams that maybe was a little bit more of a toss-up. They are coming off a win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. As I said, this is an AFC matchup going down in Cincinnati. Um, interesting enough, Cincy is just a small two-point favorite at home. So even though they're going to be in the jungle, they're only favorited by two points. So guys, AFC showdown once again. Who are you leaning towards, Joe Burr or Josh Allen? I mean, I got to go Josh Allen. I put him in my oh, top five. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> For MVP candidate. Like, Josh I appreciate Allen. your loyalty, except when it comes to Brock Purdy. I mean, jo Josh Allen about to start getting hot. You finna see that streaky Buffalo Bills team come beat some tough teams, and they going to beat Cincinnati convincingly in Cincinnati. I wow. guarantee it. I guarantee it. It's just that Buffalo is about to hit their stride. They just made a key, key trade on the uh, defensive side of the ball, bringing in a corner that can come in and lock it down. Because Leslie Frazier loves to get pressure and loves to lock up on the outside. So they're shoring up their team. They're shoring up their defense. The defense had some holes before. I just think this is the time that Josh Allen knows he got to get it done. Like, mm. he can't keep losing games and keep falling down in the division. He's in the AFC. You can't keep losing games in the AFC. So look for the Bills to go on a little mini run. They have a tough schedule, but Josh Allen going to show you why. I'm telling you why I had him in my top five. Well, it's interesting that you said that, you know, you know, they're about to start heating up. Isn't that what Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals just started a couple weeks ago? Like, they, I, this is the second year in a row they did this. Start slow, and then they just heat up, and they become the team that we saw in the Super Bowl, you know, just, was it two, three years ago? Two years ago. Two years ago. Two years point. ago. Almost three. Bro, they look scary these last couple of weeks, man. And so, if, if like, all right, let, let me ask you this question, B. You're the general manager, okay? Uh, what, what neighborhood did you grow up in? Delray. Delray. Delray Beach. Delray uh, Cats. Just go to Rocks. Delray Rocks. You're the general manager of yeah, yeah, yeah. Delray Rocks. There we I'm go. sorry. Right time now, time time who, who, who are you? Who are you picking? Josh <laughs> Allen or Joe Burrow? You're gonna skip over the fact that his Pop Warner team is the Delray Rocks. Was that real? Yeah. I thought he they legendary. What you the mean? The Rocks. The Rocks are legendary. Of all yeah, the things that you could have you picked a rock and okay. inanimate object. But that's what it is. So we're gonna body. roll with it. All right, body. Let's go. Right now, you're the general manager, and you gotta pick Josh Allen or Joe Burrow. To lead your organization for the next five years. Oh, What's your mascot, a rock? Oh, like, goodness. how do you even put that on a helmet? Like, right. I'm just confused. Like, is it a big rock, a big boulder on your helmet? Can you imagine? Oh, like, it's funny. like, here come the Liberty City Warriors. And they're like, oh. And it's like, versus the Delray 
rock. So you guys just come out. You gotta say Delray Delray Beach. Oh, Delray Beach Rock. No, it's not the beach. Take the beach out. Okay, Delray Rock. It's hard body. Delray Warriors. Come on. Ask Dante Samuels and them about the Delray Rock. They know. Anybody in South Florida? Ask Ocho. They know. I covered Pop Warner. I personally, well, I didn't go up that. I didn't go that far up north, but I never heard of the Delray Rocks. But I swear, if I saw them facing off against the Liberty City Warriors, I'd have been like. Ranked in the nation. I respect it. Just change the name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we good now? Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> You're the general manager of the Delray Beach Rocks. Okay. Delray Rocks. Can we take out Beach? I'm sorry. Okay, Delray okay, Rocks. Rocks. Okay, we take out the Rocks. Actually, who did? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Here, some <laughs> tissue. You don't even got no more tissue left. It fell. <laughs> I appreciate Alice actually going in on a rock. Right. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, you stay laughing. B, stay with me. Let her do that, because she's going to do that for When she get like that, she's going to do that for another minute. <laughs> I'm with you, bro. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Josh Allen or Joe Burrow? I'm going Joe Burrow, because he even kill, he poised. Um, okay, all right, that's it. Josh that's Allen too sporadic for me. Okay, but you just picked Josh Allen in this situation. But that's just, that's Joe just a Burrow game. Joe Burrow is, is, listen, bro. Go ahead. They're at the Cardinals. And you said it earlier, Cardinals is a sneaky team. They beat the Dallas Cowboys. Mm -hmm. Not a sneaky They beat team. them 34-20. to 20. They beat the 49ers. 30. They beat the Seahawks 17-13. to 13. We just talked about the Seahawks. They beat the 49ers 31-17. Joe Burrow, bro, like, I, for you to go out there and pick a, a up-and-down Josh Allen baffles me when you play 10 years in the NFL mm. at the cornerback position. Like, you've seen these guys. You've seen, you seen the best of the best. You went up against Tom Brady. You went up against Peyton Manning. You went up against Drew Brees, Big Ben, all of those guys. And you can't, between the two, pick the right one? No, Josh, Josh Allen is... Big Benish, he's Brett Farvish, where it's like, bro, what are you doing? Who are you throwing the ball to? Right. Or it's that's, like, yeah, yo, you game. cooking. You throwing six of them things today? Like, I just think that's going to be his time. He's going to, he know who he is facing. Like, when he faced top quarterbacks, like, he performs. It's just like them random games where it's like, mm. he should dominate and they should win a game and he's doing all this sporadic stuff. Like, nah, I know who I'm picking. I know who I had in my top five. Yeah, but that's just like, it's like you gambling when you, when you do that. Because, like, that's why I asked you the question about the Delray Rocks, right? Stop, Ashley. Am I going to laugh? Stop. <laughs> I asked you that question because you're like, yeah, I'm going to take Joe Burrow. So, like, in that moment, it's like, this is the for sure bet. I'm going to take this guy. Yeah. When you talk about leading my team for years and years, just stability-wise, like, yeah, I'm going Joe Burrow. Because okay. I, I don't like up and down. I like even kill. So that's the only reason why, you know, just for me, I right. go with Burrow. See, okay, you're, you're similar to me. I always get in trouble, too, because, like, a lot of times I go up my gut and I go with the fast. I'm a field guy. I'm a field guy. I can see where's the team, where's the psyche of the team. Ah, all right, that's going to get you in trouble. Like, get me in trouble a couple times. going to get you in trouble this week, B. What's up, Josh? Let's, let's, let's get this It done. might not even let's be close, bro. I know. I'm telling you, the Bills, they going to beat them by two scores. I'm telling you, the, the Bengals going to beat them by two scores. Well, you know, I love me some Joe Burr, so I'm going to go ahead and stick with the Bengals in Cincinnati, the home team. But we're going to go ahead and slide our way to some Thursday night football because there is a game on tonight, and it's the Tennessee really? Titans versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. We, we have Will that? Levis, and we have Kenny Pickett. Um, now, this kicks off week nine. Um, the Titans will pay the Steelers a visit, so this game is in Pittsburgh. 
And Will Levis, he was one of our uh, rookies of the week. He had four touchdown passes last week, led Tennessee to a win. We had Chris Johnson on the show yesterday, and he spoke favorably of Will Levis and said that he is the future of the Tennessee Titans. So, Brandon, I'm going to start with you. You're going to go Will Levis, a.k.a. Mayonnaise Man, or... Are you going to stick with the home team? Pittsburgh Steelers, Kenny Pickett, Mike Tomlin, everything that they got over there. You said Brandon. Marshall. There I said you home team. <laughs> there I you said, go. You got to be clear. I said, are you going to go with the home team? You're the only one here from Pittsburgh. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Just want to be clear <laughs> there. Was, you know what I'm saying? That was a clear just direction. Wanna clear. <laughs> just want to be clear there. Um, I'm not taking either. The, the question is, Will Levis or Kenny Pickett? You not have taking to pick either. One. You know, I, I, I got to see. It. I'm picking game. the Steelers. No, you got to pick a quarterback. That's, That's what I'm saying. The, the Steelers defense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And everything around. Yeah, Kenny Pickett, but. And it's not even his fault. I do believe that they believe they have the guy. I do believe that this guy can play ball. We've, we've seen it last year. It's like he's digressing. Did I say that right? Because you want to correct me. Okay. It's like he's digressing. Last year, he, he showed up well. Have we seen a game where it's like, oh, he is the guy. We haven't seen it, and I believe it starts with that offensive coordinator. You're not even getting your number one receiver going, who I say is he's turning to my favorite receiver. He has the craziest and the best catch radius out of all receivers in the NFL right now. That's over, and I'm picking him over Justin Jefferson. Not the best receiver, but I'm picking him over Justin Jefferson, over D-Hop, mm -hmm. over all those guys with the balls in the air. I believe he'll make the freakiest catches. I think he takes the 50-50 ball to an 80-20 ball easier than anybody else. Where is he at? Why, is it, why, why, why can't we get him going? Um, so that's why I said the Steelers over, you know, a, a quarterback's name. Steelers win this game. Well, let me, let me give sure. you the, the money, the, I guess the, the odds, rather. Titans-Steelers, right now the Steelers are a minus three-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 37 points. The money line, Steelers minus 152. The Titans plus 148. And the Titans right now are four and three against the spread. And the last four Steelers games have actually gone under the total. So, Brandon, does that change? Brandon Flowers. There you go. Delray Rock. Does that change <laughs> um, where you're going? Or does it just confirm what you're already thinking? It's, it's so tough because you, I can't trust either of these teams, right? Fair. The Steelers, they have been playing okay this year. They haven't been playing great. They have little spurts where they look promising. And then they'll go back to picking as like being average, like just an average guy out mm -hmm. there. He's not getting his number one receiver the ball. I'm not putting that much stock like CJ did yesterday in Levitz because that's one game. Yeah. Well, you know how it is. Yeah, when you don't got film there. on somebody, yeah. you like, we don't know how he gonna attack us. Let's make him beat us throwing the ball. Right. And he did. But now that Pittsburgh can prepare for him, not that they defense playing ball this year at all. I mean, they haven't won of their off years this year. It's just, I don't, I just don't trust Levitz right now just to come out there in the whole game where it's like, yo, they're preparing for you to make plays now, right? Right, right, They right. feel like you can make throws now. They're going to show you different looks. Now let's see what you can do. So it, it's hard because I don't know what to expect from any of these teams, but I will go with Pittsburgh because they're playing in Pittsburgh. I'm thinking Pickett just might have some type of game, some, mm -hmm. I don't know. You got to figure it, it, it out yeah, sometime, I'm trying right? to figure You got to figure it out. You got to. You got to. And hopefully this is the game, you know, but. Yeah, the Steelers, the Steelers aren't that type of team that's going to sit there. Like, I don't see Mike Tomlin making any changes like what I said earlier with, uh, when I had the, co the conversation with Lovey Smith. 
and, and Lovey, like, there's some guys just don't believe that that's the move. So I, I don't see him making any moves at the often, offensive coordinator position, but I do see them internally doing everything possible to get this offense going. Because you got to look at Mike Tomlin, too. I said this, what, week two, week three? I'm, it was a total overreaction. I'm like, okay, the first four weeks you can't overreact. And I was like, Coach Tom is on the hot seat. Coach Tom <laughs> isn't that. And look what he's been doing. It's yeah, like he won't, he won't, he got nine lives, bro. It's a beautiful thing. But we want to see a contender. I'm from Pittsburgh. That's where you, you know, you laid me up. You said a home team. But like we 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 expect championships, bro. That's what we we want. And it hasn't been there in years, bro. And so they got to look at, like, man, defensively, we're there. Yeah. Can we just get the running game going where it can open up the passing game? Can, can we just get some more out of the offense? And you never know what can happen. So they do have to they got to figure it out. They got to get more out of the secondary, I feel. But Levis haven't seen a T.J. Watt yet. I know this is going to be his first game starting. Uh, yeah, you played at home. You don't have to worry about the silent count and they getting a good jump right. and this and that. You can check into whatever you want to check into. Like, nah, it's a different ball game. So. Yeah. We'll see what he's about. Well, we shall see. Like I said, it's the Thursday night matchup. It kicks off week nine of the NFL season. It goes down on Amazon Prime. So make sure if you're interested or you just want to watch some football, you check it out. Um, we'll obviously be breaking it all down on our Monday recap show of everything NFL. But we're going to switch gears and talk some basketball because it is basketball season. In case you didn't know, with all the football talk and just everything football, it is basketball season. We are... Uh, having some really dope NBA games to kick off the season early in the season, which I'm excited about. And one of those happened last night. As I mentioned at the top of the show, the Los Angeles Clippers and the Los Angeles Lakers face off in Battle LA, and it was one hell of a game. It went into overtime. Um, and it helped the Lakers snap an 11-game losing streak to their in-city rivals. Yes. This is a real thing. Battle LA, the Lakers and the Clippers go at it. And the Lakers actually snapped an 11-game losing streak, like I said, against the Clippers. And LeBron James, 38-year-old LeBron James, went absolutely crazy. 35-12-7 and seven in 42 minutes. 14 points in the fourth and an OT. I mean, last night the Lakers proved that if they can go ahead and click on all cylinders like this, then they just <laughs> may be the team to beat. But I think also, or one of the teams to beat okay, in the West. Sorry. Let me clarify. That's what I meant to say. But outside of LeBron, I think that one of the really great signs of life, and of course, this is not that they can't be done, it's just how consistently it's done is that Anthony Davis and D'Angelo Russell both had great games as mm -hmm. well. So while LeBron went off, those guys, that big three, went ahead and helped him out as well. Now, one of the takeaways that I had from this game was that if you can go ahead and have Anthony Davis and D'Angelo Russell consistently take some of those minutes and some of those points that LeBron scored last night and deliver that on a nightly basis, this Lakers team is going to be very tough to beat, but that's going to be the biggest question mark. You're not going to get a 35-12-7 game from LeBron every single night. He is almost 40 years old. Let's, let's not get crazy. It's absolutely insane what he's doing, but that's not something you can go ahead and consistently expect. But if you can go ahead and just take some of that and disperse it between, like I said, D'Angelo Russell and Anthony Davis... That makes for a really good basketball team, but the biggest question is the consistency of those two guys, and we have seen 
time and time again that that is going to be their biggest hurdle because consistency they are not a fan of. I mean, I know you guys right. didn't watch the game, but I hearing see, all the I, information and the highlights and whatever that you dove into, what do you make of this? So we talked about this, what, a day or two ago. Who do you trust more? And it's, it's difficult. I, I, I lean towards the Clippers, uh, but it's difficult because there's a lot of what, what ifs, right? Like mm -hmm. Paul George, you know, I, I, I'm not one that's going to call him playoff P. Right, but you got Paul George there, and then you have, I'm correct? Paul Playoff George. Playoff P is his nickname. Oh, you mean way off P. Way off P, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's what you don't <laughs> want to call him, yeah. Right, so you have that, and then you have Kawhi Leonard. Is he going to be available? Is he not going to be available? Russell Westbrook's a big question mark. Uh, um, James Harden's a big question mark. But then on the other end, it's the same thing. It's like D'Angelo Russell, your liability on the defensive side. Now, you see, he spent all offseason working on this, right? So far, it's okay. It's better. And then offensively, like, this dude, bro, they was benching him last year in the postseason because he couldn't get it done. He was so much of a liability. And then you have Anthony Davis. Like, we know this. Like, the, if you got Anthony Davis, and we keep talking about it, that, you know, availability uh, is, is critical. If Anthony Davis is available... And D'Angelo Russell can be that three that can give you 20, 25 when LeBron needs to chill or wants to chill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're, they're the team to beat. It's not oh, even... for it's sure. Not even but, but that's too... It's the the what-ifs are too big. It's not even AD's availability. It's availability and productivity. Okay, even, there you go. That's even, good. Even if he's available, there are times where he'll give us a 40-plus mm -hmm. night and then he gives us six points the next day. And then he'll give us 12. And that's then right. he'll give us 40 again. It's... Not even his availability. Availability is part of it. It's productivity and consistency in what he's delivering. And even <laughs> during last night's game, I mean, before you had the numbers up, I believe he had 27 last night. But stats don't always tell the full story. And the full story is there were a lot of key moments in that game where he went missing. Mm -hmm. And that can't happen because LeBron's not always going to give you the stat line he gave you last night. They're going to rest him a lot of games because this is, again, somebody that you want to be healthy and injury-free and just fresh legs come May, I'm sorry, come April, come March, come May, come June, if they get that far. So you have to play him smart. And in order to do that, you need everybody else to be consistent, productive. And that's the biggest question mark on this you, team. You know what's crazy? Before the season opener, I said the Lakers, they got a chance. And everybody Can't looked at what? me to be a contender. To and go to... To, to contend, get to the no, or to get to be a contender in the West to win it. And you, Ashley, you I looked still, at me like I was crazy. I still think you're crazy. What? A contender? Yes, they can be a contender for sure. Braun, I, I said, when you have Braun, you got a chance. You can't he can have go the for Clippers 30. and the Lakers as both contenders. Pick a side. Well, I'm going with LA. Which one? I will see. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, so, go ahead. But no, with LeBron on your team, you always got a chance because he can give you 35, right? In the playoffs. If, he, if, if Anthony Davis comes and does Anthony Davis things, yeah, he went for 27. But if he gives you 30 also, Austin Reeves went for 15. That's what they're expecting out of him, right? right? Now, D'Lo, he's giving you 27. Like, D'Lo, we need that. Even if you right. gave us 20, right? Cam Reddish, he gave you eight. But if when he get comfortable in this, like, system, Cam can go for, what, 15 consistently? Yeah, Don't but you if, you're, if your game plan is, is heavy on... LeBron James giving you 30-plus a night, 
that's a terrible game plan. He's not. No, he's that's just when he's taking over. Old. That's when. That's just when he's taking over. But you yeah, need right. you need Cam Reddish and those guys to be consistent. And then I got a guy who they haven't inserted that did his thing with the Miami Heat, Gabe Vincent. When he come, when Gabe Vincent was with the Heat, you like, yo. He's right. giving us buckets. He's ISO and hitting tray balls. He has so, his moments. He's so, a little streaky at times. That's what but... you need. So, so if everybody give you that collectively, like, just that kind of effort and points. You also need consistency from when, Rui. When, you need consistency from uh, Austin Reeves. I mean, and Hashimura uh, come I, back. I, I, Wait till Hashimura come I don't back. Know, I don't know about that. First off, you don't need like, consistency this is the from thing. him? When you, when you don't squad. watch the live sh broadcast and the live show, you miss the flow right and like those moments so when you watch the playbacks the 13 14 minute playbacks you just get the okay rebounds uh this person was off like you can see the storyline here so you can even look at the box score and see this as i say that you don't need him consistently because like and and, and i tried to do this last year and i couldn't articulate myself and it just set up my entire nba season uh to be just terrible. I know where he's going, and he's still wrong. But go ahead. What am I about to say? You about to say you don't need it because if you have LeBron James, D'Angelo Russell, and Anthony Davis, that's all. <laughs> yeah, you need. My dog. <laughs> no, she know. That's she not know. true. No, hold on, hold on. But here's my thing. But it's not true. No, what I'm saying is because I, I know this debate. We're, we're going back to this. Can so go I, ahead. Let me set because I, I want I want to make sure. Oh damn, Robert. <laughs> I want to make excited, sure. Bro. Yeah. It's all good. I want to make sure that the infrastructure is in place for the rest of the NBA season. Okay. So, like, the infrastructure right now that I'm trying to build on is this. This is how I look at basketball. Now, there's so many other uh, uh, ways that we need to look at the game. It's no longer about defense, and analytics is showing that. You saw the Nuggets win it, and defensively, you can see they, they, they weren't a top, a top defending team. I'm looking at the big three, is what Ashley said. It's like, on any given night, what big three do you trust? Right, who can deliver? You have a big three that can give you 20, 25, 30. And so when you look at last night's game, it was a legendary game. You you had Paul George, Kawhi Leonard both go 35 and 38. And then you had Russell Westbrook 24. And then you go to the Lakers. The Lakers had Le Le LeBron 35, then Anthony Davis 27, and then D'Angelo Russell 27. Like I don't trust D'Angelo Russell. To do that every single night, like I don't trust that. I don't even know if he's going to be on the field, on the foot, on the on the court because he's such a liability on the defensive side. So, last night was a phenomenal game. I missed the flow because I didn't watch the live broadcast. But if I have to pick a team, I'm going with the Clippers. The and, you know, and you know, you know why you're going with the Clippers? Can can you just imagine when they insert James Harden, bruh, and his points, bruh, his assists, bruh, into that lineup? I might, I might convince myself to go from <laughs> hey. the Suns to picking the Clippers to winning in the West. That's what I'm. You both sound crazy. That's what I'm saying. Kawhi giving you what he giving you. PG you doing both, what he doing. You both sound Russ crazy. doing what he doing. Right. Put Harvin, Harvin you know, 25 in there. You that know he why averaged. I'm gonna say that you sound crazy? First of all, can you read me Anthony Davis's stat line? Right here, Anthony Davis, 48 minutes, 10, uh -huh. 10 of 18. Uh huh. Nothing from three. Uh huh. Seven from nine from the field. Uh huh. Okay. Well, how uh, many? Ten rebounds. That's defense. Go ahead. Three assists, one steal, four blocks. That's defense. Go ahead. 
27 points. Okay, here's my thing. You, I know that in the box score will show you, oh, a lot of points were scored. Defense matters. Defense gives the other... You can't just score without defending. Hold on. You killed on. You can't score without defending because all you're going to be in that case is a shootout. You have to get stops in order to bridge the gap. The Lakers were not playing great in the first half. They were losing. Defense okay. kept them in this game so that their offense hold, can go hold, quickly. Hold, 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 hold on. Hold on. Okay, hold okay, on. Go ahead. My bad. Defense My bad. travels and defense is always your go-to when your offense isn't clicking. That's the whole saying behind defense creates offense. Now, with that said, you can't go ahead and expect LeBron James to perform at that level regardless of how you manage his minutes. He's going to go cold. He's going to be tired. He's going to be um, fatigued at some point at multiple points throughout the season. And I disagree with you that you don't need consistency from Hachimura. You don't need consistency from Austin Reeves. You 100% do because your big three is inconsistent. No, but what your saying, bench what, what is going to save no, you what, a I'm, lot of the times throughout the season. No. And if you don't have that, you're going to go ahead and feel that deficit against teams that are a lot mm -hmm. deeper than the Lakers are. Listen, when I when I talk about consistency, what I mean is I don't need you to give me 20, 25 if you're you know if you're not if you're outside of my big three. I do need you when one of them are off to have a night, and that's hard to do Just because open shot. Routine, whether or not they have an off right. night or but not, not, you but, need but, to but consistently give me It's hard, it's 10, hard when the 15. offense ain't running through you, and you might not shoot the basketball for two games, three games. So it's hard, but I do need you to be on it, right? Like, it's like what J.R. Smith had to do when they were in Cleveland. There was times where J.R. would give you 30, but there was times where J.R. give you five. But you need, but, as a, as a hold, person hold, hold, on the bench, you need to have defense. a consistent okay. number. Okay, Whether let's talk about 10, it. Whether that's 10, 15, you need to consistently be able to give me a certain amount of points each game, regardless of how well I'm doing, how well the other team is doing, how well your big three is doing. As a bench, you're, you need okay. to be reliable. And if that's 10 points a game, fine. Okay. But I, give I me agree, that every I agree, single but night. We can take an hour discussing like how uh, the bench and the role players need to show up. So I'm not disagreeing with you there. Now, you pushed back on me on defense. You said last night you talk about defense. Ashley, there was no defense played last night. It was 130 to 125 points. There was defense. That's no, no don't, defense. Don't just no, look no, at, no, don't no. look at the and box also, score, Brandon. No, no, what you, you mean? You're talking about when you need a stop. There's no yes, defense. You can't look at a box score to determine. I hate when people do this. You can't look at a box score to determine whether or not there was defense. Yes. First of all, the game went into overtime. That's that's number one. It doesn't matter. But you can't just the, look at a box okay. score and say 125, let, let 130. Let me give you more ammo. Let me give you more ammo to make me look silly, like you like try to make me look silly, like you made me look last year. I promise you, this is a new year, new season. Let's go. The Celtics last night. This is the new NBA. That's a different game. 155 yes, points. That was all. Play no defense that in was the all NBA. Offense. This is not that game. There was I'm saying completely in this game. though. I'm talking about your. So now you have all the ammo. What I'm saying to you, Ashley, is defense. It. It's about offense. This, the Nuggets it's, it's proved that last year. It's not about just offense. The, the Nuggets did not prove they that last year. They, they weren't a top, they Brandon, weren't a top, they weren't a top defending you team. Cannot, they, it was offense. You cannot rely on your offense to win okay, you basketball ahead, games solely because if you're playing a team that's just as offensively deep or gifted as you are, you are going to be in a shootout. And if you are ever in a deficit, how the hell are you going to merge that Shoot. deficit without stop Shoot. getting stops? Shoot. You have you to get what? stops. Come on, KD. Brandon, Come on, Devin the Booker. saying is defense creates your offense, not offense creates your defense. With y'all going like, back and forth, like y'all solidifying like a point that I made yesterday where I said the Clippers are gonna be tough, right? Mm -hmm. Let's just say they stay healthy. They got the best wing defenders in the game. They got a scrappy Russell Westbrook. You still got PJ Tucker, who's <laughs> a defender coming off. Zubac is gonna mindset. bang in the paint. 
And they all are guys also. You know how you say if the offense don't go through you, you get cold as role players? Right. All those boys can go get buckets on their own. <laughs> right. PG, Kawhi, <laughs> Russ, James Harden. Like, they can oh get buckets goodness. on their own. So, I know we're talking about the Lakers right now, but please do not sleep, sleep on these Clippers. Oh, my God. Okay, we're going to move on. We're going <laughs> to talk real quick. Before, they might be the favorite. They might the be the favorite. Before the show ends, <laughs> before the show ends, we're going to talk Celtics and Bucks real quick. Now, the two top teams in the yeah. East could not have more different outcomes last night. The Celtics put up 155 points against the Pacers and remain unbeaten at 4-0. And on the other side of things, Dame and Giannis took an absolute beating in Toronto and fall now to 500 two and two um the bucks a lot of people are wondering now with losing drew holiday losing that defensive edge okay while the offense got better the defense has been struggling and it's uh -uh. the complete opposite in boston that seems to be clicking on all cylinders offensively and defensively making <laughs> Who people wrote this make uh, this is off the top of my head making people <laughs> making people wonder if the Bucks are going to be second fiddle to the Boston Celtics in the East, guys. No, don't tell me about people. Sorry, this is, it is. AB. This is, this is this was, I don't know. This I don't know. Maybe me and Ashley, we get more heat than basketball. This was questioned after both these teams okay, played on the Sports Center. I want to know Center. what you feel. I, I don't care about I already told you guys that I'm leaning towards Boston. So do you Boston. think the Bucks? So you think the Bucks? They're not going to be contenders. That's they not, have no chance because they don't have defense. Not what I said. Sorry, I'm like, <laughs> what I said was, if I had to pick a team in the East, I was going with Boston. I think they're better. I think while offensively, you can go ahead and make comparisons between the two. Them acquiring Drew Holiday makes them a much better defensive team than the Milwaukee Bucks, who got worse defensively losing him. I said that from the beginning. I just think it was an easier fit for Boston, right? They lost Smart. He was a defender. They brought in Holiday. Like, mm -hmm. it fits what they're doing, and right? And the Pacers did not have Halliburton. That's an important part to go ahead. That's a lot of scoring that's left on the floor, so. Yeah, I, I, Milwaukee gonna be fine. They still the favorites. They just trying to figure it out. They trying to figure out who's gonna be more ball dominant. It's just, they, they got stars. Like, they mm -hmm. adding a bona fide superstar to their lineup. So right. they just trying to figure it out right now. They'll be fine. B, again, I, like this is my thing. Is like I, I, the first thing I'm doing after each game, I'm going to the box score and I'm going to like the top three scores. All right, and then, then all you got to do is look at it. I'm telling you, let's build a case study on it. All right, the top three, what did they do offensively compared to the top three, what they did offensively against the, the opponent. You look at this game last night, the Bucks versus Toronto, you, Giannis, 16 points. Chris Middleton, uh, 11 points. Dame Lillard, 15 points. They took a night off. But we want to sit here and talk about, like, do you think that's going to be... Nobody said that the Bucks are going to be a bad team. I no, think it's I'm, going. To, they're going to be either one or two when it's all said and done. I told you, though, that I am leading towards Boston. I think that from every aspect of the game, they're more complete. Defensively, offensively, and, and when that comes... And coaching. And, Maybe, so, yep. you know, it depends on how you feel, you know, what you value in a coach. But I just think that when it comes, and also they have chemistry on their side. Mm -hmm. They have familiarity right. on their side. That tandem of Tatum and JB, they've played with each other their entire career. They know each other's ins and outs. I just think that when it comes to who's going to be the last man standing, last team standing, right now, currently, I lean towards Boston. It could change. But let's be but clear, But Boston though. is my pick. And let's be clear. If I had to pick a team, too, I would pick the, pick the Celtics. But, I, you know, I was debating more defensive offense, what philosophy, what you lean towards more. But the question against these two, when you look at these two teams in this matchup, right, especially when you get, you know, post-March and you get into April, right, like, you got to ask, 
the way I look at it is, how are those two going to show up? So do you think those two are going to show up cons more consistently than those two? But I think also it's not just about those two anymore. Now you have Porzingis who can give you buckets. Yeah, poor, you have Drew yeah, Holiday who's on yeah, your defensive yeah. end. I Porzingis. mean, I'm not sleeping on Milwaukee, but I just Shoot. think that Boston has always been a very well-oiled machine, and they just got better. Right. And I just think that as of right now, if I had to pick a favorite, it's only November 2nd. So this could change next month, okay. the month after. Boston, for me, I have a hard time seeing how anybody in the East can beat this team in a seven-game series right yeah, now. That's I, just how I feel. Right. And there's so much ball. to. I know we got to move on. There's so much ball to be played. And it's going to be fun to see how these teams like gel together and see what happens in Philly. Uh, well, even in Philly, right? With Maxi, you, mm -hmm. you're high on him and what they're doing, um, see what happens in L.A. with the Clippers, even the Lakers. We just talked about them. Uh, you know, even the Bucks. Like, Chris, Chris Middleton, he didn't play well last year. He was banged up all yeah, last year, up. right? He still got to get back so to now, it. Yeah, but, bro, he's an all-star. Do we forget that he made the all-star team? It's so funny. He just, like, he looked like he's the type of dude when you go in the gym, it's like, yo, he probably got some game he can shoot, but he ain't like that. I ain't paying attention. But then he come out and cook you 25, right? So... You know, if we put the three up there, it's like, boom, dang, you got the freak, and then you got Chris Middleton, then you put Chris Porzingis up there. It's before, like, oof. Before we go, B-Flow, which big <clears throat> three are you taking? Tatum, Brown, Holiday, or Dame Giannis Middleton? Dame Giannis Middleton. Okay. Giannis can't be stopped. Dame can't be stopped. Only Ooh, Tatum, can, like Tatum can be stopped, I feel. You know, uh, it, that's how it goes. I, I mean, I, I, keep going. I'm with you. I'm with you. Don't look we at her face. Don't, don't feel her energy right Jaylen now. Jalen Brown can be stopped. Ooh, right? Time out. Yeah. Let, me, let me end the audio portion so we can wrap up this combo, put a bow on it. Because Andrew's going to yell at me. No, we're not going to end it because I'm not going to cut his point off midpoint. But thank you, everybody, for listening to Series XM Faction Talk 103. This has been Paper Route. If, you are, if you're curious on all the craziness that goes on behind the scenes, make sure you check us out on the I Am Athlete YouTube page and all of our social media channels. I'm Ashley Nicole Moss. This is Brandon Flowers. This is Brandon Marshall. And we will see you guys next week. Thank mm -hmm. you. All right, B-Flow, the floor is yours. Continue. Yeah, let me get back to it. Get back in your bag. Jalen Brown can be stopped. We've seen, we seen this. We've seen Jalen. Like, what is Jalen Brown doing? He needs to be that yep. Robin to the Batman. Well, yeah, Robin to yeah, Batman, yeah, right? Yeah, Batman yeah. to Robin. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't, like, didn't, like, didn't Giannis have 16 points last night? We're talking about playoffs. We're talking about when everybody you, expected you to play here, big. You we, sat we here and said that Giannis can't be stopped. He had 16 points this last This was playoff night. talk. Yeah. We talking about, you said in a seven-game series. You said Giannis can't be stopped. He had 16 points last night. Who's doing no, with that? My, Giannis or Toronto? No, we're talking here's about in a seven-game series. But here's how you I'm thinking about that. You said he can't be stopped. He's 16. No, teams can be penalized now for what? Um, what is it called? Load management. Load yeah. management. Oh, load management. management. Load, <laughs> load management. You okay? <laughs> so they, man, they was they wasn't playing last night. Come on, you mean to tell me all three of them, none of them had a game? So none of them decided. They was chilling. They ass. just collectively decided they weren't going to play yeah, in Toronto. That's why. Let me check that's the why they only had 16 points. Let me that, check is the that minutes. What I'm getting at? Listen, we're going in a seven-game series. We're talking seven-game series right now. You know, if Giannis want to go, he's more deadly than LeBron. He's the best player in the league when he gets a playoff time. We know when Dame get cooking, like, it's no stopping him. It's never no, like, oh, Dame off. They not going to be right. Middleton, yeah, he'll give you what you give him, right? He's going to be the Drew Holiday. So they cancel each other out. But 
Jalen Brown is not going to give you what that number two in Milwaukee will give you. Whoever the number two is in Milwaukee, Jalen Brown is not going to give you that. Do you remember what happened to Giannis in the Bucks last playoffs? They he were hurt. terrible. But when he Giannis was, was hurt. Yeah, when we he can't won, even count that. Do you remember what happened the year before that? Tell me. They that, they won it. Yeah, they. No, they it was the year before the year before that that they won it, wasn't no, it? No, last year was the Nuggets. Last year was the Nuggets. The year before that wasn't. Was it Warriors and then the Bucks? Or maybe I'm getting my years confused. Maybe. <laughs> what was the year? They did two Pete. No. No. They only won once. Right, but was it was it Bucks, Warriors, Nuggets, or was it uh, uh, Warriors? I think it was Warriors, Bucks, Nuggets. Warriors, Bucks, Nuggets. I think so. No, it was Bucks, Warriors, Nuggets. Bucks, Bucks Warriors, Warriors, Nuggets, Nuggets yeah. right? <laughs> 20, they won 2021. The so, Bucks. Mm -hmm. So what are you saying? What happened when? You, so basically, what are you saying? The last two years. So last year, they, 2022, they were stopped. He he, he was on one leg. 2022, they won't. No, was, I'm saying last, last year. Last year, yes. Yeah, but so 2022, they, they didn't win. Ha, they got stopped. I'm trying to. I'm trying, like my recall. There. I'm Who talking did about they play? just like, running. It was Bucks, Bucks, Warriors, Nuggets. The Nuggets. I know. So okay, that's right. The, so okay, the year so, the Warriors won, they were. This is last year. The Bucks. No, last year was the Nuggets. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. The year before that <laughs> was the Warriors. Was the Warriors. The Bucks were stopped. They, they didn't. They didn't make a run. So that's what I'm saying. You say that he can't be stopped in the playoffs. What you're saying is Brian got stopped the Celtics, in the playoffs, the, but he averaged 35 but to the, 40. The Celtics like, stopped them in 2022. It was a seven-game series, and the Celtics stopped the Bucks from advancing. Like, I don't understand why we're acting like it's like a, a like a far-fetched idea that Giannis and the Bucks can be stopped. It's happened before. But I can't even recall, but the since they won, and, and listen, you can correct me here. I know about last year, but the Greek. So you had one year or two years where Greek banged up, and then you have a year where uh, Chris Middleton's banged up. So when you say stop, that's why we gotta, you he know, the, speaking, you gotta have the recall no, no. to he be able to have these conversations. He spoke specifically about Giannis and said, "Who's going to stop Giannis?" She has the information. Here's the thing: B, she has the information. She knows right now. She knows the last three years. This guy was hurt. This. She knows the why behind it. You, there's a why behind it. Don't act like uh, no, they no, no. were. He said <laughs> specifically, Giannis cannot be stopped. And I gave you a seven-game series, which the team that we're literally speaking about he, stopped see, I'm them speaking from singular. advancing. I'm talking about Giannis himself. Giannis, he can is, take never, over Giannis game. is never going to be can, playing one-on-five. Like, it's but, always but what I'm saying is, he, his number two is always banged up. His number two is always... It's either his number two is hurt or Giannis is hurt. Let, or, so he they, never they, had... They, when it was him and Middleton cooking, they won it. Then the next year, Giannis was hurt. Next year, Middleton hurt, or vice versa. Now that he got Dane, thank you. And now that it's Middleton coming back healthy, and it's Giannis, is I'm telling you, they go run through it. This is my last point here, okay? This is why I'm getting excited about NBA. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> I'm so petty. I'm so. All right, so Ashley, Giannis was stopped, right? Mm-hmm. By who, who the was Boston on that Celtics. team? Who was on that team? Was Drew Holiday on that team? Yes. He was on that team, but you going. So he couldn't stop them. Who's You're that? two. Brown and Tatum. Boston? Right. Okay. But he's on that team. But so he gives them the edge? 
So he gives them the edge now because what now... What is it that you're saying? The guy well, that couldn't produce to get them past yeah. Boston, that didn't give Giannis yeah. what he but needed. Drew Holiday yeah. didn't have to be, be Drew Holiday wasn't brought in to So you get... think Drew Holiday is going to stop Dame Lillard or Chris Middleton? Yeah. Or, Drew Holiday uh, the was not brought in to give them yeah. 20 points a game. His edge is defense. He provided but that. But he couldn't stop Timeout. He provided that in the game, in the series against Boston. He defensively was in the game. That is his bread and butter. That's never been an issue with Drew Holiday. But didn't Tatum, wasn't he cooking? Wasn't Jalen Brown cooking during that series? It, he ain't stopping. What I'm saying is that it's one guy on defense. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, you can't rely on one guy to guard five people. That's not how that works. What I'm saying is, is that Drew Holiday and his defensive edge is now in Boston. He said verbatim, Giannis can't be stopped. I gave you an example of the no. Boston Celtics literally no. stopping Giannis and the Bucks from advancing. Mm -mm. And now, all of a sudden, it, oh, that doesn't count. All Why right, so, doesn't that count? So here's what I want to do for you, B. She, bro, we got to be super on it because when you got her <laughs> wordplay... And how she try to mix things up. We got to be on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, wait next time. You cover everything. Yeah. I need all my ammo. You got to cover the whole notebook. You got to know the last three years. Damn, what happened? Yeah. I don't know. Three years ago. I know now. But you got to be ready because she's gonna bring I'm it all not up. Word playing anything. I'm yeah. direct quoting him. I can't wait. Let's go. Let's go. Oh my God. Let's okay. go. <laughs> all right. Me and Derry Rocks gonna be ready. Where's Stack at? Because I need backup. It's two against one. I need. I need a third. I need another person in here. Actually, in Texas. I, I FaceTimed today. He's in Texas driving around doing all the smoke. He said to tell you guys hello. Okay. Well, listen. Yeah, she loves when Stacks I on love the show. Stacks. That's my big bro, because it's, it's two NBA people versus NFL people, because right now I have a headache. <laughs> listen, um, your Nets got a win last night. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I ain't even watch it. <laughs> At the show's over. I can't wait. Uh, so... They did. They, they came back. The Miami, I think Miami on, blew a 16-point lead last night. Oh, the first. I missed it. I wanted to take my son to the Heat game. They were just here. There were no more courtside tickets. I did ask. But it you, was Yeah, that's the... Pro see, out, I did ask. There were no more. But then I turned on the game, and there were a lot of empty seats. So I'm just confused on, like, maybe they were sold and people decided not to show up. I, I don't know. Y'all got to go courtside every time y'all go? I'm bougie, bro. I've never, I'm gonna be I've honest never with sat you. courtside. B, yes. I've never, <laughs> yes. I've never sat courtside. That's I, on my list, though. B, Yes. I've only B, sat, listen, the closest I've sat is like third row. B, let me tell you. Yeah. Like, I don't know, something about being on that wood. The garden gave me that experience when I was playing for the Jets, and I go to the garden. What'd I say? <laughs> they said it's a pop. They, when, I, when I put my foot on the wood. No, you said something about being on that you wood. You said something about being on that BC, wood. I, I wish you was mic'd up. But, but, <laughs> Stupid. But, no, bro, like, it's like, I'll save up. Like, I can't go sit in... We talked about this last year. I can't go sit in the fifth, sixth row in a basketball game. That's insane. <laughs> Why? That insane. I've, I've, I've sat in the third row. It's, you're I, close. I've sat on the wood before, but it's like... It's cool, bro. Like, you can go sit, like, with everybody else. What, what did Kevin Hart say? You know what Kevin Hart said? One of my best friends said. This is also... Listen, this is... everybody got shit. When we fan, friends and we family, my bullshit is your bullshit. He, so this is my bullshit. Was, Let me have my about, bullshit when it comes to going to basketball He's games. talking about only sitting on the wood, but this is this is not surprising because you'll see Super Bowl. This is the same man who wouldn't use the media entrance. He had to go through the VIP entrance to get to that. the convention He's center. Started. So, like, I'm not surprised by this at all. You ain't start. Your That's lighting me. looks really weak. We're about to end the show here, but if you go back to the singer, your lighting looks good today. Look at Ashley's skin glowing. My skin's always glowing. Although... 
You did get a compliment from Christy O. She said your skin was glowing. Shout oh, really? out to your skincare routine. Well, shout out to Brand Store Studio and the team for making the lighting. The lighting is everything. Yeah, look, I'm popping. Where's the teeth popping? Yeah, boy. Yoga meditation. Your skin looks popping too, Beefo. We're not going to keep you out of it. Listen, I thank you. That. <laughs> thank you, Ray. He's like, whatever. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us this week on Paper Route. We will be back next week on Monday with an all NFL show recapping week nine, or most of week nine. As you know, Monday Night Football kicks off um, that day as well. So we enjoy you guys for joining us. Thank you so much listening on Sirius XM Faction Talk 103 as well. And we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Have a good weekend. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.